We are the Bros Who Think Network, and you're tuned in to Anime Talk. Enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Hashtag Anime Talk. This is episode 29. My name is Lyndon Burton, your host as always, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Chris SJE. Chris, how you doing? First time in the new studio? Hey, man, I'm feeling good because we in some good AC that Louisiana summer takes no fucking uh, mercy on anybody. Big facts. Shows no mercy. Big facts. It's too hot out here. But how you been doing, man? It's been, been a couple days since I last since we last talked. Man, I've been Gucci, man. Time been kind of moving slow for the past couple weeks. I don't know why. I feel like a, it felt like it's been a long two weeks. I feel like a lot of shit happened. Uh, uh, see, it's like a lot of shit happened, but then like... Nothing at all. Like, exactly. We're not getting like no big news. Nothing yeah, really like, popping off like talking about. It, it, it's just good manga chapters dropping. That's a really... lot of good manga chapters dropping for sure. And speaking of manga, what, what, I heard you've been reading something new. Oh yeah, the 666 Satan, bro. I gotta, t- I gotta tell everybody, man. I gotta put this out there as my suggestion of like throw it off manga for people to watch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, read. If y'all read manga out there, if y'all haven't heard of 666 Satan or uh, uh, Opart's Hunter, if you're like you know, from America and you don't read the, you know, the Japanese versions or yeah. whatever. But um definitely it's one of the coolest manga I've read in a little while. It's made by uh Masashi Kishimoto's brother, Seishi uh Kishimoto. They're uh twins or whatever. But uh it draws a lot of similarities to Naruto because you know, they both grew up together uh, in the same household being twins. They both have the same influences. The authors like to say that they both grew up on Dragon Ball. But without spoiling too much, it's a a story with some crazy ass weapons with some crazy ass powers uh crazy characters and like a lot of action and a lot of intensity it reminds me of like naruto if naruto started off uh at shippuden yeah real because okay. it's, it's and they start off young the characters start off young and you see like uh there's a time skip apparently in there soon i, I didn't get to it yet but uh there's a time skip apparently in there somewhere okay and you see these characters grow and get older and uh, at the same time, it starts off like it kind of reminds me of Hunter Hunter because it starts off like super dark. Like in Naruto, you don't really start seeing motherfuckers get murdered and killed. Yeah, and, not tell Zabuza. Yeah, not tell Zabuza. But like you see, like a lot of shit unfold in Naruto, and it's, it it kind of feels like more of that One Piece fun kind of show at the beginning. And then when Shippuden hits, you could tell it, it turns for like dark shit gets crazy fast. Big you know what I'm saying? And this show, I mean, this manga, I keep calling it a show, but this manga, shit gets crazy fast. So I just got to throw that out there as my suggestion to everybody who reads manga if you haven't heard it yet. 100%. I'm definitely going to check that out after we finish recording this episode. Like, that's going to be my nightly read before I go to sleep. And bro, like, you know how it's like Shonen Jump? Uh, yeah. It's like the Dragon Ball Naruto. It's it's under another company um, apparently called Shonen Gangan or Gangan, however you say it. Real. But uh, it's like Square Enix's uh, manga line and they have they it's the same magazine like it's like Shonen Gangan versus Shonen Jump it's like Shonen Jump has Bleach Naruto Dragon Ball uh, Shonen Gangan has uh, Soul Eater uh, oh, Fire Force. Full Metal Alchemist you know what I'm saying? The big, some other big names. It's okay. like I thought it was just gonna be, and then when I, that's what that's what really made me start reading it. I found out that it was uh, part of that click. Yeah, part of that little click. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even know there was another Shonen Jump in competition with Shonen Jump. Yeah, and they had Soul Eater. I never knew Soul Eater was because I'm from America. You know, we get 
manga distributed by like Viz and other yeah. companies like that. So we get Shonen Jump through Viz, but as far as like Tokyo Pop, all the all those other manga uh, manga are getting licensed in America by certain companies. I'm thinking that that's the Japanese company, company but yeah. apparently they're un, like Soul Eater, Full Metal Alchemist. There's a couple other I'm forgetting some other big ones, but they're all like in the same little click. It makes me want to go back and, and see, see what all the ones, all, yeah, like everything that's not showing up. It wants to make me go see what that's attached to, so I can see if I'm missing any other dope series uh, series that may have popped off in Japan. No, 100. Definitely be sure to check that out. It's it's six 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 Satan man. Six 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 Satan, and uh, in English is O parts uh O parts hunter. So that's that may be the only way you could get the actual hard copies of the manga. But uh, if you could read it online or get some Japanese copies, you know, translated or whatever, it's six 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 Satan. 100. Let's get into the news this week. Don't have we have a not a lot of news, no questions this week. So we just be we'll jump into the news as soon as we finish the news. We'll be reviewing Demon Slayer because no new One Punch Man. But we will also review Samurai 8, the latest chapter of the manga on here, because we're not going to make a separate thing. We just put it all together on this one thing for the week, and then next week we'll make a separate content for you guys. But we'll be reviewing chapter 5. But let's start off with the news as always. First off, we got the new trailer for Wano was released. At the end of the latest episode of One Piece, They instead of uh, doing like a just a next time or they and after the next time they added the Wano trailer to show that Wano's coming Reverie's almost done Chris I know you're not at Wano yet in One Piece but just how did it look are you excited to get to this Japanese Edo style period land with the straw hats that's what really has me hyped because I understand uh that you know it's Oda's version of the old um you know feudal Japan yep. and uh I think that was you the one that was telling me about like, yeah. the, the colors and how it, they're bringing different color like it's, it's it's gonna be a whole new. Uh, it's gonna Take be a whole new you. breath, yeah, brought yeah. into breathing life into something old, you know. But uh, as far as the animation, it looks amazing. I, I heard uh, a lot of the uh, animators that were on, you know, Super the uh, Broly movie or whatever. They, they're switching a lot of animators for Dragon Ball and One Piece right now, and I feel like uh, One Piece got a lot of the fire pulls because they know <laughs> they, <did. laughs> they know this uh, anim this uh, arc has to be animated to its top. Uh, animation. Oh, this is like the biggest arc in One Piece probably since I, I don't want to say Marine Ford, but I, probably since Marine Ford. I like to think Dressrosa was big, but because it like revered Gear, Gear 4, but this is probably the biggest arc since Marine Ford. Like, Wano has a lot of things that happen in it. Like, you're, he's fighting a Yonko. Like, the mission is to fight mm -hmm. a Yonko in this. And this is like, we're still not done with Wano yet in the manga. Oda still has a lot of stuff to unveil, but Apparently, this is like either the halfway point, or we're getting close to like seeing One Piece come to a close. Bro, if this is the fucking halfway point. We got a, lot, a long way to go. Or, um, uh, more so than it's over the halfway. It may point. be like three fourths. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's, some, it, it's something like that. This and, is, it seems like it's getting crazy though. No, it really, it really is. Like, like I'm about to start reading it. My, me and my girl still rewatching it, uh, and we're still in the Skypea arc. We're in the part where they're like fucking lost, and they're just giant fucking snake uh, monster shit. It's, it's some crazy shit. But I'm about to just start reading it and just catch up while we rewatch it. And um, I'm probably gonna watch some of the the cold parts. That I feel like a, a, a dope uh, in the manga. That's what I did. But I'm definitely about to just start reading reading the manga and like pummel through it and kind of get to. Uh, watch some of the you know the 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 fights that I think are dope enough to watch and uh 
I really want. I'm, I'm invested in the story at this point. Now I can't be left behind when this new art drops. Cause I want to see what's what's happening. I already missed all the Katakuri shit and the Katakuri. From what I've seen on Twitter and and the, the things I've heard, trying my best to avoid spoilers, it just seems like one of the dopest. Like One Piece is in the dopest direction it's been in since it started, which is crazy because it's been dope since the start. Oh no! I, I if you ask me, what do I prefer, pre time skip or post time skip? Post time skip. Like and see, now, now, now I hear you say that. You know what I'm saying? Like 100. percent The only reason why. Like I, I'm, I'm super excited for it is because I'm watching through like pre time skip right now and before I, I you know dropped one piece before I kind of went on my hiatus from watching it I was right after the time skip I was still in the Sanji by the die from nosebleeds yeah. uh Fishman Island arc so I didn't even get to really see after time skip so I'm sitting there just I lo- I love one piece to me it's in my top uh, it's in my top five or top ten for sure. But it's up there because of pre-time skip. And I'm just sitting there. If it gets, like, light years colder than this. No, no. Post, like. Like, I'm scared of it getting light years colder than this because I see people on Twitter like, oh, Naruto was my favorite anime until I watch One Piece. And I don't want One Piece to ruin all my other favorites. But at the same time, if it's that good, I can't not, you know. It's just, it's really just good. Like, I'm, like, I can't say it's better than Naruto because, like, Naruto's a special place in my heart. But Mm -hmm. One Piece is, like, and see, I, crazy, I could never say One Piece, uh, Naruto, Dragon Ball is better than each other because they're all kind of equal to me. It's, they're the big three for a reason. They're all equal. Like Dragon Ball is clearly the father, but that doesn't necessarily make him better because usually your sons grow up to be better than you. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like Dragon Ball was kind of one dimensional as far well, no. as a lot of people that were influenced by Dragon Ball kind of took the best aspects of it and kind of built on it, built around it and made different kind of stories, different energy. Uh, the the The... The way Shonen has turned after Dragon Ball, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's hard to kind of stamp what's the best because everything is done so differently. Yeah. Like, I can't compare my hero, and I know this is new, but I can't compare, like, my hero to Demon Slayer because it's completely different types of shows. No, and then just the way that Oda tells his storytelling through, like, everything from just from how one arc, like, in pre-time skip, it was kind of one arc, okay, boom, Luffy does this, he moves on to the next island. Luffy fights this person. Moves on to the next. Very Goku esque. Yeah, exactly. And then, boom! Marine Ford happens. Flips everything on his head. You learn about hockey. You learn about all the world. You learn about the government. You learn about the different like hierarchies and everything. Because the world, like I think, the world truly expands at Water Seven. I think that's when the world of One Piece like opens because you learn about Dragon. You learn about the world Gov. Like you mm-hmm. learn about all this other shit. And then it gets reinstrued, like, and then boom, the war happens. And then right after we get back, it's like, oh, no, no, we're not going back to one arc villain. Like, yeah, at Fishman Island, we're going to fight this villain. But when we get to Punk Hazard, Punk Hazard connects to Dressrosa, which connects to Wano. And, like, it all mm-hmm. connects. Like, it's crazy how this shit is tied together. And I kind of, like, seeing it from uh, the perspective of where I stopped at, like, I could already tell it was going in a crazy direction because from pre-time skip all you saw was the straw hats perspective then after the time skip when they all get booped across the fucking world they got linked back up you see like a little like the time skip actually meant something yeah you see how the world views these guys now like these are legends and now you're starting to see that okay these guys they made their name as legends but now you get to see the other legends so now you see how big the world really is compared to you not knowing what the world is just seeing them go from island to island you're just sitting there like oh this world is so big it'll never end but now you're starting to see who is the dopest in the world? All the yeah, you, all the captains of the hardest see, pirate crews. Starting to see like the the rankings of it, and it's like and the different rankings of like you know 
like how you were saying with yeah. the uh, it, it just it's hard like no, to me the, the, the way one that's why I'm so excited is, to keep going on it you gotta get there but for everybody excited for Wano Wano's gonna be dope cause just from looking at it like Chris said bringing the DBZ Broly people in just the money that Toei's putting behind it they understand that Wano is Oda's like swan song to feudal Japan, not 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 swan song. His just his ode to feudal Japan, because like like Chris was talking about in his, in an article, he was talking about how feudal Japan was portrayed as very, a lot of browns, grays, and blacks. He really wants to make it very colorful and bright, and just pay his tribute to that era of Japan. So be on the lookout for Wano. It's gonna be dope come July. Maybe if Chris catches up, we'll review it. If not, I'll just mention it every once in a while. I'm, I'm probably gonna catch up, bro. Like this. It, it looks yeah, too good for me not to. You gotta read it. That's but the reading only... it, reading it, I feel like it's not gonna take it. Yeah, long. no, reading you can pummel through. Watching I it, pummel it'll through be... manga for sure. Yeah, watching it'll take a minute. But let's get to the next topic. The next topic, I... look, I'm gonna be honest, Chris. I'm not. I'm gonna shit on. I'm shitting on Bandai for this for this next topic. I really am. You do what you gotta do, man. I'm just letting you know, Bandai Namco has. Uh, t- uh, announced or uh, revealed in E3 that the new Dragon Ball Z project game is going to be titled Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Now, I'm going to ask you this before I read anything else. Did we think the new Dragon Ball Z project game was supposed to be an open world RPG? Wasn't that rumored? Did I, Or did I make that up? Uh, I think it was open world. I think I heard about it being open world. Like, whenever we first initially I thought, I thought got we, it. I thought we were supposed to be create a character... Like, but see, it is going to be open world, but it's not. It's going to be open world along the lines of World Seeker. As you play as like you play as Luffy throughout World Seeker, you're going to play as Goku his whole story throughout the whole. I don't even know how many arcs we're going to get into. It it shows it Frieza like and Saiyan, bro. If we don't even get into the, it's 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 called Kakarot because it's got to follow Goku's story. But Goku, uh, played the backseat for a lot of cold parts. You know what I'm saying? Like Cell. Like I don't think we can get Cell. Ah, and Goku was dead for a lot of Cell, shit. Yeah. A lot of shit whenever the you know the boo shit got started. Yeah, I, don't think, I don't think we get either of those. You see a lot of, you know, Vegeta, Gohan get to shine. And if it's like a world seeker kind of game where you only get to play as Goku, it seems like it's gonna be fun. Certain aspects about it seem really cool, don't get me wrong. But uh I saw Twitter shitting on critics because a lot of fans are like, Oh, you give us this, we don't want it. Oh, you give us a a, a game, we gotta play through the same Bro. Four arcs. You gotta play through fucking Saiyan arc. We gotta play through Freezer arc. And you may not even be giving us more arcs than that. So what is the purpose of this game? But I feel like the heart in this game is gonna lie in the open world. I feel like that's gonna save it uh, because we don't really have a game. And I was kind of telling you this earlier. We haven't had a a, a game of this nature because I don't want to say RPG because it has RPG elements. But it, it's like a you're playing as Goku. You know what I'm saying? But I remember playing Legacy of Goku 1 and 2. Yeah. And for one, you mostly play as Goku. For two, you mostly play as Goku. Uh, for the last one, Buu's, uh, Buu's Fury, then you can kind of switch your characters. But basically, through Leg- Legacy of Goku 1 and 2, you play through the arcs of Goku. And it's kind of a wonky Game Boy Advance open world. But I feel like it's going to be this 2019. It's going to be like HD. You get to explore the world. of. Uh, I've heard, like whenever Toriyama said that this is going to be Dragon Ball, the way it was supposed to be kind of experienced, like the world, that's the only thing I feel like is going to be its selling point. Okay. I feel like the fighting, maybe not the best. I feel like the animation is going to be good and the open world aspect is going to be good. But as far as 
the shit that I usually expect from a Dragon Ball Z game, I feel like I'm not I'm not here for it. Well then, uh, let me okay, let me finish reading this because I got a good point to that. Bandai Namco. Okay, so they, we got this. Okay, so the game will be released on PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and PC digitally in a yet to be determined date in early 2020. We would, like Chris to say we will see players take on the role of Goku as they fight through some of the most iconic moments from Akira Toriyama's acclaimed Dragon Ball Z series, focusing on the Saiyan and Frieza sagas in particular. Just those sagas, though. So, with that being said, to everything Chris has said, look, if the fighting doesn't matter, if we're not getting a new story, why don't I just go watch the anime? And I see... Why? Like, what's the... What is the... Like, Bandai has been giving us the same cookie cutter games, we're just taking off anime and putting Mm -hmm. on, slapping on the same one. Like, bro, I've been playing the same Dragon Ball Z game for 20 years now. Like exactly. since the early two thousands. But see, the only the, the reason why I feel like this is gonna be a breath of fresh air is because be, it's gonna be like a different take on it. But at the same time, I don't think anyone necessarily asks for this specific take because this this is my thing. If I want to play through the the Saiyan arc or the Freezer arc, I could just play early fucking Xenoverse and get that done with. But the open world aspect, like I said, is gonna be the selling point. But is it gonna be enough? How, how once the game is out, world is it gonna be different than Xenoverse? Like Xenoverse is kind of open world. Exactly. And I see. I see a lot of what they're doing, and this looks really dope. Like everything on Earth looks really dope. You get to explore Earth, but once you get to the Freezer Saga, right? You're gonna be on Namek. Open world Namek. Like what? What can you do really on Namek? Not saying. Go not visit to that shit fat, on it. that fat Namekian. In yeah, the- super comic guru, man. <laughs> but no, uh, I'm not fat shaming. That's just the only. I didn't know his name. Super comic guru is fat, man. But uh, at, the, at the same time, I like you saw the trailer with the the fishing. That kind of got on my nerves because, you know, Goku didn't have a, a tail in Dragon Ball Z. That was more of an old to Dragon Ball thing. But at the same time, why would I... Okay, I'm playing Dragon Ball Z, Goku, during the Saiyan <laughs> saga. Why would I want to stop in the middle of trying to get through the arc of, <laughs> of of playing, like, of getting to the Vegeta thing? Why would I take a fake tail? It's like, the trailer showed, like, to me, Goku pulls a fake tail out of nowhere. It's like, oh, a tail. Reminds me of one of I used to fish. And it shows him, like, fishing. It's like, okay, that's a cool, fun game, like, a cool, fun mini game. But I'm thinking of it in the terms of, like, okay, fishing in a video game. <laughs> when I was young, bro, my homies, like I used to stay in Opelousas in the country. My homies used to play a fishing game on PS4. I never understood the fucking the whole gimmick this of it. This isn't Zelda. I'm I don't even sorry. like fishing in real life, and I, I was comparing it to Pokemon. That's the only time I've ever enjoyed fishing in a game. But it's because of the catching and collecting aspect of Pokemon. You put that in Dragon Ball Z. It's like, why am I fishing for fucking fish with a fake tail? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It makes no sense. It's, I feel like this game is gonna be a lot of dumb side missions like One Piece World Seeker. And it may a be lot fan of- service. It may be like, okay, the tail fan service for Dragon Ball fans. What else fan services can you scratch at me to, and actually make it a good game? Bro, you, it would have been a much better game if they would have given us a terminant of power or like a fucking... Like, why not? Like, give us a super game. I'm so like, tired. Like, that would have been... So, like... <sighs> not, and not to shit on Dragon Ball Z, but we're in the era of super and people... Everybody's in this narrative that Z is better than super and I feel like Z, you know... It's classic. Z shouldn't be touched as far as that. But Super does something different. Like, I, I know people like to say, okay, Super is better than Dragon Ball is better than GT. That was always the thing. You know what I'm saying? Or some yeah. people would put GT randomly because of the Super Saiyan. Niggas didn't know it wasn't canon. But the argument was always there, which one is the best? To me, I feel like Dragon Ball has its own elements that Dragon Ball Z doesn't have or doesn't uh, accentuate. And the same thing with Z. Z is action-packed, but it kind of loses a little bit of that comedy. It's still funny, but at the same time, Dragon Ball was like the... They 
Yeah, it was, the main thing was their comedy. Exactly, and the action was there, but it wasn't action like Z. Yeah. And when you get Super, you're not getting the same animation as Z or Dragon Ball, but you're getting the comedy, you're getting the, the Dragon Ball power scaling crazy fight shit that you usually see it's just not animated the same as in z yeah. you're getting the pacing a lot faster but super i liked it a lot as far as the series a lot of people think it could have been done better what what better way to get done better than an open world game of this nature but why would you just give us this game with just the saiyan saga and the freezer saga knowing that it would go so much better with super it just seems like they're just trying to make money that, yeah. Like honestly, this just feels like a cash grab. Oh, Xenoverse worked. Oh, Fighter Z worked. Oh, let's keep going. Like they promoted this as uh, uh they promoted this as something else, but then freaking it just comes out. Oh, it's just Dragon Ball Z cat. It's just another Goku game. Like, and I know people can be like, oh, well, it's Dragon Ball Z. Goku's the main character. Yes, that's all good and all, but you could have did super. Like I said, you could have did super. Exactly. You could have did create a character. Like I thought this mm-hmm. was gonna be. RPG and and it like you create you f- and that would be iconic. That'd right? been crazy. Everything you can do in this game in this game because I, I understand the point they're trying to get across. I understand the 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 aesthetic they're trying to sell and the game they're trying to sell. But if you're gonna try to sell that game, why apply this exact formula that we've been doing for forever? Yeah, to this because like I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm with a lot of the Dragon Ball community with like when I say I'm done with the the Dragon Ball Z shit like not saying Dragon Ball Z is not better than, but I'm ready for more super shit we're in the era of super why would you give me a Dragon Ball Z game I'm, I'm, not, even, I'm not even that hype on Dragon Ball Z like sure Dragon Ball Z is cool but like why the fuck would I go back and rewatch the Saiyan Saga replay through the Saiyan Saga I, I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that whenever you play Xenoverse and all these other games where you start at the beginning of the plot it doesn't really get good until you get into the new shit until the at least till like you get to the end of the freezer shit and that's when it starts getting good because then you could play through the freezer shit the sell shit the boo shit the meat part like the, the cold shit of Dragon Ball Z to me the cold shit of Dragon Ball Z wasn't the Saiyan saga and the Namek saga and my, my main aspect that I loved about it wasn't the exploring kind of like free open world nobody ever said man you know it would be really dope to be able to like play as Goku and not really do too much but like go around the crib and like go fishing with your tail and like live with Chi Chi and watch her fuss at Gohan and shit and bro I I remember vividly playing at least Legacy of Goku 1 2 I'm kind of foggy on I know I played it if I'm not mistaken that's when you get to a little bit of the the uh what was it when Gohan was uh Great Saiyan Man. Yeah. That that kind of arc before. But I remember one, you had to do like crazy. Like you had to be in Goku yeah. house. Which <laughs> one, it was cool because it was an open world fighting Goku game when it's like you get to beat up random ass villains, which made no sense. The, Goku never walked around just fighting all these random creatures <laughs> that you would fight in uh, Legacy of Goku 1 until you get to these boss battles and it's like an open world boss battle I remember getting frustrated because Frieza was like he was like moving around it was like just an annoying kind of Zelda kind of fighting game yeah. it was fun like don't get me wrong as a kid I loved 1 enough to play 2 and be curious about Boo's Fury but at the same time uh, there was like weird shit where you had to like get strong level up so you could punch through walls access different parts of the map That's and it's just stupid. Game Boy Advance 2D map yeah. so now they're sitting there like okay we got an open world and it's like bruh Z didn't have an open world. Z, like the, the Raditz and Piccolo shit, took place in the same kind of area as the <laughs> fucking Nappa and uh, Vegeta taking down and fucking everybody up before Goku pulled it's up. It's not like Goku's... like. Goku's not exploring the world to go fight all these people. Exactly. They, these people pull up on him and they fight and then it's over with. Like the world of Dragon Ball Z wasn't that entertaining for a game. I remember no. the filler episode of them driving cars and shit. And I remember a lot of episodes being involved with the city, but 
you get enough of that in Xenoverse. Like I could fight in the city and like the the levels of the dynamic and the levels of the cities and and uh, Xenoverse. It looks real, especially because we got Xenoverse one where the graphics weren't as good, and, and we got two, Xenoverse two and every part of it got kind of bigger. Yeah. So getting to play in all these iconic areas of Dragon Ball in Xenoverse, that's all we really needed. Like who wants to go to Goku's house and like look around like on some Grand Theft Auto CJ shit? Like you in the crib with the go save. But like, hey, there's there's these other things called these other animes that they have like imagine a naruto open world game that's a type of show where it would work no it would work for sure do it a little better than world seeker put some money into it and really let us go in the sea let us like do exactly pirates like like not put us in this one city and contain luffy in this one area so he can only be in this one it's a map at the end of the day that's not open world that's a closed world map Mm -hmm. like that's what that shit is i feel like you need to pitch that because that that like I kind of all subject, but that would be the dopest game ever to have an open world One Piece game and well, like you an can RPG. Actually, RPG it like you can actually like you you could play the Straw Hat story if you want. Mm-hmm. If they let you create a pirate, mm-hmm. cool. Like what? Like they let you create a pirate to go on Luffy's ship and you play through Luffy's like storyline or some shit like. And see to that point, uh, to the point that you were even trying to make earlier. Uh, this being an open world Dragon Ball Z game cool like how I was saying I would like it to be a super game but even if it was a Z game they could have made it work by like you say you could create your own character play through your own kind of storyline where you could kind of be in like how Xenoverse you're a random character yep. jumping into these real life timelines like say you change the timeline of Dragon Ball by being a random RPG character but you really get to play the RPG open world aspect of it create your own character or create a new villain like, like what, imagine like Diablo be- and games like where you get uh, get items and just like one of those kind of games that's what dope create a, create what, why can't you this is a video game none of this shit's gonna be canon create a new create a original content fucking bandai Bro, and that stop, would be like, hard. like create your own villain like oh goku can't beat him the creator character has to level up to mm-hmm. beat him and you you like that would uh, and they dived into I'm not, that i'm not paying for any more bandai games they I'm dived not. into the 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 um crazy going off canon with all these crazy characters for heroes and even diving into going so far into that world as to make it a promotional anime promoting the game which is crazy but the game isn't an open world game like this heroes I would have loved to play heroes in a in a, a game form. like this yeah. like in a console open world RPG form like yeah. we get a turn-based kind of game with not really turn-based but it's like a strategy kind of it's phone not a fighting game. game and it's not necessarily it's, it reminds me of a phone game on the Switch Yeah, you know what I'm saying and that's cool I'm not shitting on heroes at the same time I can't really to me this game looked cool but seeing Twitter flip their shit over it it's I feel the same way people felt about Jump Force and I was too blind to see through it because I was so hyped for Jump Force. I was like, fuck y'all talking about I get to play as fucking Goku versus Naruto versus Deku y'all tripping see, but see Jump Force I'm gonna give Jump Force some credit Cause Jump Force had us with like at at worst we knew it was gonna be v, uh, victory versus. It mean yeah. you liked victory versus, it, but it wasn't though. Yeah. It was like that. It was supposed to be that 2.0, but it failed at so much of the 2.0 aspects. And at the but same see, time, that's why, that's, but that's I no, I agree. Once it was released, 100. percent But I'm talking about before where it's like why we didn't shit on it as much. But as no, what I'm saying is we, I feel like a lot of the fans saw that coming. They were sitting yeah. there like, okay, y'all getting excited for this shit. They will let y'all down. They will let y'all no, down. No, I'm, I'm done. I'm do. done respect. Like, I'm not paying for this game. And like, I'm always here for Bandai because if they come out with some shit, I'm gonna be like, 
I gotta you know, hear, I'm I gotta hear great. I gotta hear great reviews for me to spend money. Exactly. On but games. as far as this game specifically, I'm looking at it like, like I looked at World Seeker. Was that a Bandai game? Yeah, that was. I didn't I buy looked it. At, it looked really good. I'm like, oh my god, open world, uh, One Piece. Uh, and then once I found out, you can only play as Luffy. You can only do. It's super limited. Then I'm like, okay, it's cool in theory. Uh, <laughs> it's dope as fuck when I'm watching videos of reviews of it, and I'm like, oh, those that animation looks good. But is it enough for me to get up, go buy <laughs> it, to buy play it, shit. and not even play it, but play it for a little while and beat the game like? I'm not gonna beat this game. Like, why, what what incentive do I have to beat the Goku game besides the no, fact that I get to play fun side stories like fucking no, fishing with Goku's fake tail? Wait, there's no like like uh, there's no plausible reason for me to want to play this to beat the to beat the Goku game. Like, you they know have to come happening. out with like I feel like they're still holding back a lot of information about the game. <laughs> but what can they announce? Because we got the first trailers and they're like, okay, Project Z. Now we got this trailer and it's, it's like it, it's Kakarot. Okay, now I get to fish with Goku. Oh, we're playing through the first two fucking major arcs of z that's it so you're saying that basically fucking online is gonna be me flying around an open world with a bunch of goku bro i don't think you're gonna even get online exactly like what's the point what's yeah. the point of this fucking game <laughs> and what, not to shit on it no, again because the idea in concept could have been i don't want to shit on the whole idea in concept but just they this it doesn't seem like it's being executed right it seems like now they gave us xenoverse they gave us xenoverse like, 2 to me xenoverse seems heroes. like a better game <laughs> they gave us uh fighter z and heroes they gave us all this shit just to be like oh y'all are eating this shit up y'all are eating this shit up well here eat this shit up and here's the best one this yeah. is the one i feel like they're gonna be like oh, hey we can't eat this shit up dog <laughs> like i've been seeing the timeline be like yes we get this it's, it looks amazing by fact once the game actually drops no, yeah. if it's sticking to what they're showing us right now and they're not giving us too much because like I said all I can see is more side games that aren't as interesting as the fucking fishing because that one doesn't seem too interesting but if that's going to be the main selling point of this game weird side quest that didn't happen in canon if the, if the main game isn't going to be just me fighting Vegeta Napa Frieza and HD and I, it's an open world I got to do a bunch of weird side because open world seems to me like a bunch of random side shit that doesn't make sense because yeah. Dragon Ball just is one of those games that doesn't like work open world. You have to go world. to the city. You have to go to Bulma. You have to go to Capsule Because it seems do like for the dad. It seems like we're going to, okay, we're going to get Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot, and we're going to have to go through the Saiyan Saga and the uh, Frieza Saga. Then it's going to be Dragon Ball Z, uh, fucking Cell, and you have to go through the Cell Saga. And it's going to be, oh, Dragon Ball Z, boo. boo. And you're going to have to That see. might be the DLCs they drop. I hope not. I, I, well, I hope this game doesn't even get DLCs. Not even saying that. I just hope that this doesn't get that. It seems like they're dumping a lot of money into this. They're dumping a lot of promotion into this. They're dumping a lot of fan. Uh, they're gambling what the fans care about right now. Like, yeah. Because this doesn't seem like what we want. I feel like if you give me the first game and you give me the second game, even if the second game has... Uh, I'm looking at it along the lines of Naruto. If you do an open world, because that could work. But it could work because, honestly, if you give me Naruto in an open world format like they're seeming to do with this, and you give me even the first three arcs, Bro, and then you, you break it down to, into the next game and give me a few more arcs. Like, Goku, the thing with Naruto and One Piece, they leave their cities. Mm -hmm. Go, Everybody pulls up on Goku. Like, yep. It's just you fight. Like, but the like, Naruto world is worth exploring. But see, that's my thing. You could go to the Sound Village. You can go to the mm -hmm. Hidden Village of Vietnamese. The, the Mist Village. You can go to the and Village see, of And see, a lot of that shit is in mystery in the first Naruto series when you get to the first few Naruto seasons even whenever he moves around and goes fight Zabuza that's right outside the village like basically what I'm trying to say is whenever you look at like every single thing that happened in the whole Saiyan saga 
that's all basically the same spot. Yeah. When you look at Naruto, even in the first season, you just go before, to Kami. You, you go the, from like even the, like the city of Naruto, the Leaf Village is so expansive to where I'd love to explore the Leaf Village, then go out in the outskirts of the Leaf Village, then go out into like the area because the outskirts of the Leaf Village, the Leaf Village is huge yeah. before you get to like the Sand Village. And I feel like that may like if they were to do a, uh, if they were to do a, a, a open world Naruto game, I feel like for the first game you could make it so big and expansive that you may not even see more than two cities in that game, two villages, should I say? And that would be lit That's because like, then they, you have you have something to look forward to to the next game watch i just i i know exact like in dragon ball z kakarot after you beat the saiyan saga you're gonna have to go home then you're gonna have to go fly to boma house get boma to make the ship you're gonna bunch have to of fly bullshit. back then you have to go talk to chi chi tell her you about to go then you have to go back to boma like once the ship's ready you have to train on the sh- like it's gonna be a bunch of dumb shit and this shit could look pretty as possible but i feel like you're just wasting graphics yeah, you're just wasting go, just money. go watch the anime <laughs> And if this flops, they can't be mad at us and take that as a lick for anime games and like try to hold back on them. They, but they don't know their fan base. This like to me, this game kind of proves it. Mm-hmm. Like you like Jump Force, it could have been like, all right, we're trying to sell popularity, but this is like, no, you really don't know your fan base, and you're really just trying to use our love for this shit for a cash grab. Literally, like and that, it's upsetting to see it's just because the amount of hype that I see on the timeline. I, that's that's the only reason why I feel like one of those outsiders that was already knew what Jump Force was gonna do, looking at everybody get hype and be like, no, the more hype y'all get the more they think oh okay we just gonna we could keep throwing y'all anything and y'all could eat it up see I don't so now they're the point di- when they're just throwing us anything i don't follow a lot of dbz fans on twitter because everybody i was like was just like Ooh. now see I, I follow a lot of gaming nerds and i just no offense to gaming nerds i fuck with y'all that's why i follow so many of y'all but i never really understood that perspective of them getting super mad at like a jump force but now i'm understanding the gamer world looks at anime games differently, differently than the anime yeah, world no big facts because they got people who got into dragon ball as a series from tenkaichi and budokai motherfuckers that was sitting there looking like oh man y'all watch dragon ball some nerds, dweebs, and now I'm gonna play Grand Theft Auto 2K. One of my niggas, Tommy, he was one of the biggest niggas into Dragon Ball uh, Z, mm-hmm. but I remember me and him, we were like super into the games at the same time. I feel like that's a lot of what no. the badassery of the games drew him into the badassery of the, the show. show. Yeah, because you got to actually play as him and fight. Like, to me, Bandai games haven't been fun since those times. Like, I ain't gonna lie, I fucked with Xenoverse and shit. Xenoverse was cool. But Xenoverse 2, I really fucked like, with. Xenoverse 2, was, Xenoverse 2 was a dope game, but you know, you know what I mean? Like, those games didn't feel good since like Naruto, uh, Ninja Storm One, Ninja Storm Two, uh, Budokai, Tenkaichi One, Two, and Three. And for the like, capabilities of these was. new systems, they it shouldn't. Be, they shouldn't be making games not up to par with the old games. That's what I'm saying. Like with seeing games like God of War, all these new freaking engines and games that people are doing these crazy Bruh, open. The, the newest God of War when I see what they could do with video games with that fucking game I'm kind of no disappointed whenever I see games like Jump Force not have as much fire yeah because it's like okay good y'all do got good graphics but nigga fucking God of War got fucking movie scenes bro there's no reason why I shouldn't have a One Piece game that's like God like Nick like you don't even have to let me do the the, the be on the ship and that's nigga, the just thing. let me have a solo player movie like, game that's like an actual real solo player game where I go to different levels and shit mm-hmm. like they don't even do that I like, feel like they're trying with shit like uh, World Seeker and uh, Kakarot but it's not uh, trying in the right direction no and they're staying in their same cookie cutter format that they've been having for the like World Seeker is just a, a more expensive version of like one of those early Naruto flopper uh, singles like keep you in the same city map because it's not open right. world it's just a closed world like thing where they make you they p- give you the gimmick like oh yeah you could be with Luffy and run around this whole new story by Oda yeah Oda might have okayed off on this story but like none of this shit canon none of this shit matter so why am I doing anything exactly that's, that's the main reason why I'm kind of 
I'm kind of not hype on this Dragon Ball project because why would I even? Who asked for an open world Dragon Ball project that's just the first two arcs? This, that makes me feel like you're gonna draw a lot of time on shit that don't matter. That's what I'm here. Yeah, if it's facts. a whole fucking game centered around just those two arcs and your main center point is an open world, it's like you failed me. Yeah. And the announcement, you failed me. That's what. That's how I felt, bro. That's how. And I was like, oh my god, they spent all this time on E3 and like. I was like, oh, bro, no, they teased no. it before they teased it. Like they teased it, then teased it again, and then they're like, they okay, now y'all get an actual trailer. They and it's shouldn't like, have Whoa. did Dragon Ball Project Z because I thought it was gonna be something totally different. Me like too. you gonna call it Project Z? It's like, ooh, okay. And it sounds like they're bringing something new to the table. And then you're just gonna be like, oh no, wait, it's called Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and it's Goku story <laughs> from Saiyan to Frieza. It's like, what the fuck happened to Project <laughs> Z? Like I was like, what? I thought this was supposed to be a project, nigga. This seems like the fucking legacy of Goku on PS4. That's all it is to me. Because when you start Legacy of Goku 2, you're not that far. I, I feel like the ending boss of Legacy of Goku was, was Frieza. Frieza yeah. And if you're taking me down that same road, just in higher graphics, I'm like, okay, cool. Legacy of Goku was fun. That doesn't mean I'm going to buy it as a grown-ass man. <laughs> like, Maybe this is for new fans. I made my mom buy me that shit because I thought it was going to be a dope game, and I beat it because it's Dragon Ball Z. But now that I look at it in hindsight, I watched the uh, shout-out to... Uh, Billiam on YouTube but I watched him break down those games at least the first two I don't think I watched him break down Blue Fury I don't know if he did but I remember he talked about how much nostalgia those games had and how good they were to him as a kid and how they just didn't hold up as an adult yep. and that's what this seems like it seems like they're trying to rehash that formula that would work if we were still 12 but Dragon Ball has a whole new fan base now kids are watching My Hero kids don't give a fuck about Dragon Ball when you look at the, when you look at Twitter, you could. I feel like an old head when I see niggas shit on Dragon Ball Z, bro. Like, it's I, all little kids. When niggas are sitting there, like, oh, Dragon Ball Z, why would I watch that when I could watch My Hero? But have you watched it, kid? <laughs> no. But I've just seen people talk about it and, like, y'all fucking old men. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, it's weird because, like, we, we do hold that shit to a certain standard because we did grow up watching that shit on Toonami. That's why I'll die, I will die defending Naruto till the day I die. No, Naruto's an actual. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand why Dragon Ball is popping, but I also understand why you know Fist of the North Star and shit was popping beforehand. But whenever you evolve, shit is evolving. Like we're in the prime time of anime right now. Like back then, we got a uh, Death Note, we got a uh, Code Geass. Yeah. Now we got Promise Neverland, Doctor Stone, all these Shonen Jump shows that aren't even your typical shonen that aren't going off of the King of North Star Dragon Ball Naruto formula and then you got all the 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 proliferary stuff that's like not even shonen jump that comes out the fire but even that shit is hitting I remember there was a point in time when Bleach was out not not shit on Bleach but around the time when that like 2005 2000 to 2010 kind of era there was a bunch of mid ass shows coming out there would be some cool shit coming out every once in a while I don't fuck with the mid (laughs) no I fuck with the mid too don't get me wrong that's what we grew up on we grew up on some hard shit in that time too like I know one of your favorites too is desert punk love that shit, but man. At the, for every desert punk for every gangster blood lad those are kind of post 2010 but for every one of those we got like 20 like what the fucks no that you're very right that we is got like very, some very weird true. shows about like the the girls being in love with their big brothers or these weird etchy series like we had a etchy fucking period bro like you know how many etchy me being a fan of etchy you know how much Edgy shit dropped in the world. Some of it was quality. Most of it was, why are you even doing this? Who is paying for the studio to make this kind of shit? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, all that shit took up a lot of those years. Like, when you look at all the fire anime, you could name more fire anime than there were years in the times of when they expanded. Now, you're seeing like five, six, seven great shows get introduced in one year. Like, to me, I still feel like... um, Hinamaru, the sumo show, is one of the dopest of oh, the new yeah. generation. I still feel like SSSS Gridman is one of the dopest new shows. I feel like um, 
the time I got reincarnated as a slime can be one of the hot new shows. But I feel like all those are shitting on the shows of that style yeah. of the time we grew up in. I feel like now we're in like this time where everything's quality or if it's, or it's just going to flop. Yeah, they don't got money to put into that shit like they used to. Yeah, that is true because we're seeing things fall by the wayside every day. But speaking of something that won't fall by the wayside, Dr. Stone will be streamed on Country Road come July. So come July, we'll be able to watch it. I, if we're going to be able to watch it on, I don't know if it's streamed exclusively on Country Road, we'll find that out and let you guys know next time. It seems like it. It seemed like it but might But then be. again, it seemed like Amazon was going to exclusively Street, do Street, Promise, Promise Neverland. Neverland. Yeah, exactly. I think it'll be on Hulu. I think this and is just letting Crunchyroll fans know, yeah, we're going to have it too. Like, Mob Psycho's on Funimation now. It's a little late to the party. But oh. they have the dub and the sub of Funimation. Wait, of, they didn't uh, have it before? No, whenever we were watching it, uh, oh, you to I was watch it? watching it on like Hulu, I think, if really? I'm not Matter of fact, no, I don't even think it was on Hulu. I think I was watching that on uh, with you on Verve for the most part, and I don't know why I was. Why, I think it was Hulu. I think but you might it, have to. I think you have to rip it. I may have had it's to kiss the, anime think, that bitch. Yeah, I think you, you know might have saying? to but rip it. But if the motherfucking anime community would make it easier, like we always bitch about the streaming, like I got a uh, a Hulu account. I got a Funimation account when I can honestly just have a Hulu account because I got Funimation through Hulu and their app runs better. Big Not to shit on Funimation. Like I love y'all to death, but at the same time. All this back and forth between, oh, Funimation's on VRV. Oh, wait, no, now nah, Funimation's on Hulu. But, hey, Crunchyroll's on VRV. It's like, why would I purchase Crunchyroll when I could just purchase VRV? VRV yep. And why would I purchase VRV for Crunchyroll if I could just get Crunchyroll and I'm using VRV for Crunchyroll when it's not it's not forever? But to, for the VRV question, why would you get that? It's because you get the extras. Yeah, the, the, like I, the, the Nickelodeon boom, is the what makes me want it. Like, well, no, boom, Close Name Kids Next Door is on VRV now. Oh, I'm getting it. They got them. all the Boomerang. Like they got all the like, old When I was a motherfucking kid, Boomerang was like Rocco, not Rocco on Life. Uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle yeah it? no that it shit it was like shit Scooby like that Doo, it was like Looney wacky races old shit Look, now that our shit is old shit no it's the old shit that we used to watch plus our old shit so it's like you got all the Rocky Bullwinkle that shit the SWAT cats the fucking plus, uh, Kung Fu uh Kung Fu Fooey, yeah, that type of shit. Plus, Codename Kids Next Door, Dexter. And oh, I'm shit. in, bro. You yeah. got me sold, nigga. I'm getting on that shit because you be on everything. I be having to catch on shit later. Watch at my dog's houses bro, and shit VRV like that. Kills, bro. Because my son, uh, matter of fact, I think that maybe have been. Was it on Crunchyroll? Uh, uh, Mob Psycho. Yeah, it was. because my. I, I mean, I'm logging in my son RJ. Shout out my son RJ. You know what I'm saying? I'm onto his uh, Crunchyroll account. That's probably how you watched it. But that was a while back. But I ain't gonna lie. I mean, it feels like a while back because so much fire shit has it's dropped. Come, yeah. Because, bro. Mob Psycho in itself was cool. Promise Neverland was cool. But man, even One Punch Man exceeded my expectations. If we're being 100% honest. It exceeded my expectations because I thought it was going to flop. But Yeah, we still, had low expectations. Yeah, we had no expectations. But so, no, the, but the last not. two episodes, I was like, okay, this isn't One Punch Man season one, but this is what I come to watch anime for. But I will say, it's not higher than Mob Psycho, Demon Slayer. But those are high Neverland. bars. Those it, are high it, bars. One Punch Man 1 could maybe be oh no one punch man one is definitely in the conversation like, with the, these seasons if we're talking about animation and like bah in your face greatness they putting big budget behind it one punch man season i mean uh one punch man season one my cycle season two uh kimetsu no yaba demon slayer season oh, one those season are one. like god tier but when you look at and I, I was saying this uh about dr stone when we were watching the trailer uh uh, a few things scare me about it because it looks like it's gonna be in that animation realm of the one punch man season two which could fit because it's not an action uh, a heavily action See, that, oriented and, show. and that's my thing with this I, I just think you read the manga like I, I think this is a manga the manga thing. is done so beautifully like the world looks amazing and if this world looks like just you see I think it's just gonna look like a normal 2D like I think yeah like your gonna, typical anime I think there's just gonna typical like it's not background gonna look background that doesn't move I don't think it'll look bad like don't get it twisted it won't look bad like no don't get me wrong either it looks really good yeah but, but it's just it look, not it's just not high animation with and the bar being you know the set story. so high like I don't consider Promise Neverland God tier like um, Mob Psycho 
Joe season two, uh, One Punch Man season one, but I consider Promise Neverland over uh, One Punch Man season two. Yeah, it's kind of right in between. So I'm like, that's S tier, and then A tier is like the uh, Promise Neverland, and I hope that Doctor Stone falls into that because yeah. I know it's not going to be S tier or S rank, but I know. I'm I'm just hoping it's and you're not. You're talking in terms of animation. And in terms of animation, I'm hoping yeah. it's not One Punch Man season two level. Even though we're not going to be seeing that animation, I want to see. I know I'm, I'm I'm expecting, and I like you said, reading the manga. I was expecting them to go loving the manga so much and loving the you just art animation. It to be more. I expected them to throw that uh, conventional Yaiba budget. I expected them to throw that Mob Cycle season two One Punch Man season one budget for the animation but it seems like they're they're trying this out because they're like this is a typical shonen and you don't have an there's there's we know promise neverland is gonna sell that's the one of the main sellers in uh, japan even promise neverland season one has some sort of action in it it's like tag like the suspense Mm -hmm. like you could make the action built on the suspense and when you look at that show being kind of the the suspense kind of show like on uh death note all they need to throw budget in is certain parts to make it look really good whereas dr stone has zero action like i don't know where the first season is going to end but what it does have is a beautiful world and to be fair the first trick because this trailer was fairly short this trailer was a lot of exposition and talking the first trailer was no talking it was just like quick pan over scenes of like maybe not say screenshots but it wasn't to me it didn't look like a lot they showed us like bare minimum yeah they just showed Senku and like couple couple glimpses of things this is a post post post-apocalyptic world like this is like Everybody turned to stone. These are the few humans that are alive, so we know. These are some of the, uh, or as far as we see from, you know, we, if we read, we could talk what we read. Yeah. We know about what happens kind of when you get into it. But at the front, the, the main story is the main uh, people to come back to life first. Is three cool. people. Yeah, the yeah. three people. And matter of fact, four people with the long hair guy yeah. who we saw in the trailer as well. And um, those four, they're in a post-apocalyptic world. Like you can't just focus your animation, the focal point of the camera, and I know that's what they did a lot in the that's manga. They, that's what they're gonna do. But honestly, in the manga, they showed enough of the world looking fucking crazy for me to be excited for what this world looks like to to see them even just maneuver to the, through this world because it seems like as much as it is a mystery, as much as it is a suspense, smart kind of show where they rely on you more. You feel of like the, this is about the aesthetic. Like the aesthetic this, will yeah. sell it. I feel like being in. I feel like it's going to be an adventure show to a certain extent because you see them move around. The whole thing that Senku wants to do, spoiler alert, you know what I'm saying, in the show is bring back... Science. Yeah, bring not even just science, but he wants to revive the whole... Like, we were advanced as far as science in where we are now. Yeah, he and wants to bring all that back. Now, the, the civilization is like Stone Age and he's like, we got to re... Uh, we got to bring humanity back to where it was. And I feel like coming from like caveman-esque kind of aesthetic... That'll be dope to see, like that yeah, world in anime. Because I don't, I don't think I've seen like Stone Age. I'm not saying this is Stone Age because it's a post-apocalyptic. Coach, so we're gonna see old shit pop up. Like shit may have turned to stone, but buildings are still yeah, there. We'll still see like, like technology is kind of still vines there. vines all on like the Eiffel Tower or some shit like that. And that kind of aesthetic is the reason why I kind of fell in love with Doctor Stone. I really fell in love with it because I'm in love with uh, villain like Yagami. And like the the aesthetic of having this genius character go to a battle of wits with another genius character, and this isn't going to be the kind of battle of wits kind of thing, but it's going to be a just reading the first like I don't know like twenty thirty chapters of uh I don't know where we stop, but Doctor Stone reading the first few chapters of it, you could tell that this guy is on some next level thought, and it's fun to see him react to a crazy situation, and that's all Death Note was see, was light reacting to crazy situation after crazy situation. Where Death Note wasn't like. First time Death Note was animated well, but we could Death Note was just animated normal 2D animation. Yeah, that, but I ain't gonna lie, it does look amazing. 
looking at it back, uh, looking at it now for back then when it was, but it wasn't doing anything spectacular. Nothing crazy. And that, that's what I feel this is going to be. It's, it's going to focus on the story. But I'm not going to lie. They did focus on making the Their aesthetic of Death Note good. dark. Like, the, the, it was a dark aesthetic. Like, I'm not saying they didn't have to go too crazy with the animation, but what needed to be animated uh, a certain way was animated a certain way. And I think way. that's what I think that's what this one. Be. I hope so. I'm just kind of I'm a little scared because of the uh, it's it's crazy. Kyle. I think I'm just more scared of this trailer than the One Punch Man trailers because I like this show so much and I haven't seen a first season and I didn't know like with One Punch Man season two my expectations were low. With this one my expectations my expectations are super high. I expect Promise Neverland and see, animation. I feel like bro. that's like that's another the manga verse the. Uh, just watch, reading a manga before you watch it because you know the story you're looking for other things do to... we even know the studio that's behind this because that could say a lot as well because like some I of these studios not. can do anything with I, anything I will look that up for us for next time for us to talk about but I do not but speaking on studios and, and leaving studios Attack on Titan season 4 Attack on Titan season 4 has been in question because everybody's like oh it's leaving with studio and everybody didn't know if it was coming back well Araki was asked would there be a t- Attack on Titan season 4 he said yes and then uh, basically, he basically said yes briefly and quickly. And it was the report was not to Asajj fans nervous about Wit Studio uh, exiting the anime. Araki refused to answer whether or not the company would oversee the new season. But fans that were worried that the studio work on the anime and that the anime wouldn't continue they can put that down because Araki said they will continue this anime no matter what it just depends on whether or not the studio will continue we do not know but I will say this Attack on Titan season 3 part 2 fire man see I'm this fire. Is, I'm not even watching Attack on Titan but even I know of course Attack on Titan's getting a season yeah. 4 what Attack if one Punch Man could take a fucking million year hiatus and come back with a season two. You think that something small as a studio change is going to stop fucking... Attack on Titan, yeah. The only reason why we're not getting Hunter Hunter is because... Tagashi's sick. The, the fucking story's drawn out so slow. If the studio put their money into a new season, it would just be one new fucking season. And then it wouldn't even probably finish. It wouldn't no, even yeah. finish an arc. Attack you know on Titan, we're de- especially after how much... Because I will say this, when part one of season, this new season came out the hype the fervor wasn't as big because season two wasn't as good mm-hmm. the fervor right now for attack on Titan, twitter goes off every sunday yeah i'm attack seeing on that attack on titan is one of the new talks now it's booting up it's like and that's it's why intense. i talk so much shit about attack on titan because before season two attack on titan fans wasn't loud you heard them they was there <laughs> but they wasn't like standing up with the dragon balls and the one piece conversations they wasn't standing up with the my hero conversations they wasn't standing up with the black clover conversations oh, no, don't do season that. two <laughs> With season two drop, you started hearing a little bit of muster. You wasn't hearing muster like Black Clover. You was hearing muster like fucking... I'm trying to think about what was in that like... Like you was hearing Boruto muster about fucking season two Attack on Titan. Now you're seeing Attack on Titan fans come out the woodworks and be like, okay, we we here, nigga. Like a lot of Attack on Titan fans know they had to kind of be like sit back on a, a season two because they didn't have much. They probably had a lot of negative shit to say. But after season three, like there's... It's over with. As far as I know... um, Attack on Titan, the volume wise of the manga and where the it's story so goes, long. if there's if the anime is sticking to the manga, they have a lot much longer to go. Why would they not go to season four? They have probably like ten seasons more in them, if not more than that. I don't know how long the series is, but I, I, it looks extensive. You know, I've been be, in Barnes and Noble and seen that long fucking Attack on Titan manga list. It's gonna be it's gonna be going for a hot minute, but I'm excited for season Bruh, four. I've man. even been seeing the fucking Attack on Titan Junior High manga list get long. I'm sitting there like nigga, Attack on Titan is so cold in Japan with no anime. Well, with anime with only one 
one season. They're they're so cold with just that one season that they have this much manga. Well, no, Japan more it's. See, Attack on Titan is huge, and I mean they have a theme park like yeah. Attack on Titan, Titan is, is that shit. Like they in have Japan. live action in Japan. They haven't played like Attack like on Attack Titan on Titan was so big in Japan that when they dropped season two, it it was big out here. But by the time we got season one, I guarantee you that that I remember as a kid, like not saying as a kid, but whenever I was a little bit younger, I don't remember exactly when it I was younger out, when no, it came out like I was probably like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, you were like eighteen, nineteen, something like that. But I remember going. It feels like a long time ago compared to now. I just remember when season one dropped. It was so like it hit like boom, and it was like damn, this shit is cold because it's like this shit is dark. We didn't know, and then it took that hiatus of two years. But see, I always knew it was coming back off. because the, the reason, the thing is that with One Punch Man season one coming out, I saw that there was a hell of a lot of manga being out while One Punch, I mean not One Punch Man, Attack on Titan season one was out. So seeing all that manga they wouldn't adapt this shit knowing damn well they couldn't finish this great story but the thing and is, adapted though, so close to the manga it's just like with one punch man how my hero took over that's why the, that's why the attack on titan fans couldn't say nothing because they that hiatus killed that it killed momentum mm-hmm. and then season two was mid they came back with mid but then now it's like all right but like i was saying the, the last episode i feel like they waited for that long pause to be like okay we know if we drop one uh attack on titan uh season one right now and then we wait for as long as it's gonna take us to do season two, to drop season two, then when we come back, people are gonna be like, oh, that's lackluster and we may not even get a season three. But if we save our money and just keep milking Attack on Titan season one in the manga as long as we possibly can, then by the time we bring them season two, we'll already have season three in the pocket to where we'll be like, okay, we know season two is mid, but we gotta get through it. Here's season three right after. Yeah, and that's you know what I'm saying. It is, it is, it worked. I feel like they have full attention, uh, full, um, not attention, uh, full intentions yeah. <laughs> of fucking, uh, Drawing out this manga all the way to the end in the anime. Oh no, they're gonna make they go. This is one that's gonna last. So well, I hope it gets better because to me, I want to see what the hype is about. I, I just know. don't see it yet. But once I get to season three, apparently I'm gonna see it. No, the hype is the hype is there. And I'm glad I'm the type of nigga to not give a fuck about the seasons until it gives me a reason to binge watch them. Because now I got a lot of shit to binge watch, the and now hype. it's gonna probably hit me harder than it would have if I would have watched season oh, one no, and then got that big hiatus, and then watch season two and then got less down. Now I could just watch season one to three and be like, oh my god, Attack on Titan, the best series no, of all time. It's real. Idea, so and this is my prediction. I still think it's not gonna be in there in my top five, but I still feel like it, it might be. It might be It'll crack top ten. It might be savable. No, and we we definitely gotta have that uh, segueing into this uh, this topic. Uh, we definitely gotta have that conversation like next episode of one of the episodes down the line about studios because I find that fascinating how studios can switch and even how Toei has One Piece, but we're seeing animation directors get switched yeah. to where shit's about to look completely different. I'm always like. Uh, super intrigued when I see like a a studio adapt something for three seasons and all of a sudden a, a different studio buys it out and you see the changes they make because we saw what happened with season uh, One Punch movies, Man yeah. but nah that's kind of the only one that I really saw as far as being mindful and aware of it as it happened but you know how much shit probably they, happened I know that happens all the time and when, when uh, Hunter Hunter comes back that's probably gonna happen to be 100% big honest facts. big big facts no we're gonna give some more behind the scenes we definitely talk about that next week Tag on Titan fans you have a lot to look forward to just quick side note I just wanna say this for those out there you'll understand this if you know and just, just know that's Lynn giving y'all a, a feels, giving y'all a, some love out there because I fuck with y'all now. I'm, I'm part of the fan base now. I'm not going to say I'm a fervor <laughs> fan. I'm not going to say I'm one of those crazy fans. I don't think it's like the greatest thing ever. It's not cracking my top five. It might not crack my top ten. But I'm going to say this and let y'all know that I fuck with y'all. 
Bunkai. That's all I got. Oh <laughs> my god, I think I threw the blades out there. Man. That's all I got I'm dreading starting it, but I'm gonna start Bunkai. I look, I understand about Sosuke eyes and I get it now. I'm, I mean I, I get it now. Just just know. I get it. So next up we got the tsunami lineup for June for June fifteenth going forward is as follows. At ten thirty, My Hero Academia is coming out at eleven, Dragon Ball Super. At eleven thirty, Attack on Titan Season 3 Part 2. At 12, Promise Neverland. At 12.30, Sword Art Online, Alicization. At one o- p- at one o'clock, uh Lupin the Third, which will replace the JoJo's uh Bizarre Adventure. Then at 1.30, Black Clover at 2, Boruto at 2.30, Naruto Shippuden, and at 3 a.m., Hunter Hunter, and that's all at Eastern Standard Times. So at 2 o'clock uh, Central, Hunter Hunter would play at 1.30, Naruto, 1 o'clock, Boruto, 12.30, Black Clover, 12, Lupin, 11.30, Sword Art Online, and then as going down the list. So just wanted to throw that out there for everybody, the Toonami lineup. JoJo's gone, but we're getting part five of Lupin. The, I think this is the final part that Monkey Punch did, so I'm definitely going to be checking this out. It just it just makes me want to cry that we're done with the dub for Hunter Hunter, and goddamn, we're not getting no more dub. It makes me happy that I can go finish watching the dub, but at the same time, it just it just keeps reminding me Hunter Hunter's over. Yeah, it's it's, it's Hunter Hunter's over. Lupin is Jojo over. being done kind of excites me though because now I got the whole Jojo the marathon. Well, no, he's gonna come back because it's not it's not caught up. It's just taking a break while they uh, what? Yeah, they, <laughs> no, no, because you know they got the new. They still got new shit like the new episodes. Yeah, they still, I thought they were showing the like premiering the new uh, season. They, was, they still had to catch up all the. So we don't even have the new, the season that's out right now being done. Fuck no. Oh, like I come don't even on. think. I like I think what last played was just Josuke's shit. Like I come don't on, think, America. I don't even think they got to uh, uh not Josuke. I think it was Jotaro. I don't think they got to Josuke's yet. That's well, I don't give a fuck. I'm not a, I'm not a dub nigga to the point where I'm not about to watch jo, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because that's one of the ones I've been seeing people fire up about. And that's 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 another one that I've been seeing. They talk about way more than Attack on like JoJo's. JoJo's is lit. JoJo Twitter be fucking up all day. You know, I'm, I remember I seen that meme of everybody talking about. How how uh how JoJo Twitter act whenever you fucking talk shit about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and it's like it's real like their fan base is in full effect. But they have a I'm not gonna lie it's a great show like you mm-hmm. can't hate on the like the show yeah it it looks different it gives it its own original aesthetic it's dark it it, it gives you everything you want. Like, to that me it seems great. like uh the the aesthetic is super different than all other anime to the point where it sells it with that. No, it does. but at the same time the story is Supports way better it. than a lot of anime and it's like you get. Bomb animation, uh, unique animation, and, bomb story, and unique it's one story. One of the few animes that does continuations of lineage and like a uh, continuation of character to like transition of character to the same character grown up and then seeing his grandson, like just showing lineage throughout his seasons. It's 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 the only one that's done it that great. And that's what makes it rare to me because I haven't ever seen because I, I just looking at the manga covers for the JoJo's, like the actual hard copy manga covers. Those knowing that that's shown and jump and they're they're done so um, unorthodox compared to every other shonen jump you know manga and seeing that you know the books and are the uh, the volumes the different series is set up to be these different lineages and they break yeah. the series down into pieces that's just something I've never seen that, done in that that's before. hella dope so shout out to that sorry it's leaving but we're getting looping the third part five and that's gonna be in that spot. Next up, Funimation now and the Funimation app will be streaming My Hero Academia Season 4 for all you Funimation guys out there. I'm sure Crunchyroll will be streaming it as well as it'll be on Hulu. But for those who have the Funimation app and like to watch things through that, like my guy Krissa, y'all will be able to stream My Hero Academia Season 4 when it comes out. 
Next up, the final thing we have is this new Vinland trailer has dropped. I'm super excited for Vinland coming next up. I read the first couple chapters of the manga and then just stopped. Just, just to get a sense of the story, this is about to be Game of Thrones on anime. Like, Game of Thrones and Vikings in anime. Like, I'm excited. I'm excited for that, too. Just seeing this last trailer, I feel like this last trailer was one of the shorter ones, and it got me more excited than the other ones. Not saying the second one, because the second trailer was bomb. Yeah. But this third trailer really sold it for me. It really drove it home. Me wanting to actually watch it. And... By the time we got to the second trailer, I was already seeing Twitter being engulfed in the just the news of it. Uh, the manga fans being like, it's about fucking time. Yeah. And now I'm starting to see everybody be like, okay, it seems like they're going to do it justice. And just the trailers look like uh, even not knowing the source material at all, it seems like enough to make me uh, want to watch it. No, this, and it doesn't look like... Pe- I know when it first got announced, people were like, oh, I hope it doesn't get the Berserk treatment. It looks like it's getting done way better than Berserk did. And I'm excited. So Man. When- I feel like it's getting the treatment Berserk should have got. But at the same time, I, I want to say I'm super hyped for this. No, I am. But I'm not more hyped than Fire Force and Dr. Stone. Oh, it's no. like, right, I'll be watching Dr. Stone first, Fire Force next, and then this one. And I'm I'm a little bit less hyped, but to be honest with you, watch it, when I watch the first episode of these, Vinland Saga may be able to jump over Fire Force. But I just that's just me not knowing what where Fire Force is gonna take me. Ooh, I'm not see, I read the first couple chapters of that. I'm rating it Fire Force One, Vinland Two. I think I only Dr. read Stone Three. Wait, so you got Fire Force at the top? No, for sure at the top. So Fire Force as, as far as your most anticipated Like for the summer summer releases. It's Fire Force, then Vinland, then Doctor Stone. Mine is the exact opposite, except Fire Force is in the middle. Uh, and it may it has a chance like in my Dr. mind like Dr. Stone real nigga last. shit after watching the anime I might just switch back to just being a, a manga reader for it like real nigga shit to be honest with you I'm gonna watch the first uh, season but after the first season if I'm feeling like my itch hasn't got scratched I'm gonna go back and read no, the manga no that's what I'm saying I, and like, I'm gonna finish that bitch like I'm not like the main thing keeping me from finishing Promise Neverland is I'm enjoying the show too much because like I don't want it to take away and I've, re- I've reread uh, everything because I put my son Doom on it and he's not a big anime fan he's like I put him on Yu Yu Hakusho he was like this is cool I put him on Death Note he, he was like this he was like this is legendary yeah. but now he's like so hard in the Promised Neverland he's like bitch why did you put me on this shit it's so cold and it's done <laughs> and like he made me go back and re-read the front just to see if the manga compared I wanted to recommend it to him be like look if you want to read it if you can't wait for the series if you're a reading type of nigga cause I know he's like he, he got a lot of free time where he could read it the, uh, the, the manga go hard. Yeah, and the manga, I I read the manga, and to be honest with you, it is raw. But the it's same different. way, the same way you feel about how you started uh, Demon Slayer, and it's like, okay, the manga's good, but I feel like the show's too good to not watch the show. It's the the, the exact thing with me. Like I'm I'm read. I started off with the the anime for Promise Neverland, and now I was like, I can't switch. I can't switch to the manga. I read the manga, and it's like, it's not giving me that same initial feel. I just know whenever I get it animated, it's going to be a lot, a lot more. You're going to feel it more impact. It's going to hit me harder, because when I read manga, different things hit me hard. And suspense, the, and I get that I already got a lot of the, the spoilers, a lot of the, a lot of the shocks from the anime, but reading it, and thinking about okay, oh, what about the scene? I'm not gonna let you get that off because you did, you did read, you watched it, you know the spoilers. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I know the spoilers, but you would have to watch. You would have to read something new. Yeah, and if you read something new, then you get the. I have to read. Past yeah, no, it. you, you got to read past it. But it's just a lot I'm, of the, the. To me, the inconsistency of the the art, and uh, I saw someone on Twitter 
uh, today, actually, talking about how. Wait, you think you think the art in the the sea? Wait, you think the art in the anime looks better than manga? Way better. See, I've seen people say that. The, like some people on Twitter, I've seen like my Twitter thing is like they upset that the they didn't do the manga art because they they feel like the way that the kids look and how everything looks looks better in the in the manga than in the anime. To me, it, it definitely looks different. I'll definitely say it's a big change, but I'm not gonna say it's necessarily bad. But I would have had to have started the manga like that to be able to take that in. Because then maybe I'd see the anime a little different. But seeing the anime first, is like, those are the characters I know. Like, I hear Emma's voice when I see pictures of her. Like, in this, it's like, I, I see it. It's, like, hard for me to make a, a connection. Even though I'm watching the same things. Because I'm forgetting a lot of parts, like, with the with the uh, Don and Gilda going down to the bottom of the show. I'm forgetting all the... I'm remembering the main parts of uh, mm-hmm. Promise Neverland that had me, like, what the fuck? So, going back and rereading it, I'm catching the small parts that had me, like, what the fuck? When I didn't know what was going on. And I'm sitting there, like, I don't know if it would have hit me the same. I feel like it wouldn't hit me the same for the first time reading this. Because it's, like, the second time, me me watching it, reading it. Like, so, I'm, when I'm reading this, like, me... Cause I haven't rewatched Promise Neverland over and over. See, I feel like that's one of the ones it where it's like when you like the first time is the like, when you get that initial feeling. I think so it's one see, of those. I may give it a couple a couple extra. You'd have to read the extra chat. Like I, I would love to know if what I'm saying if is if you read just, the next if you like read what you haven't watched and like just read maybe two chapters. I'm not gonna even ask you to read more than two. Just read two. That's not, that's it. all I'm gonna give it really. Just give it two and then see what you think. But if the animation to me, if it's hard for me to like feel you know what I'm saying because that's the thing like when I read uh Boruto I can't feel it like I feel, I, I've read Naruto like I know how we've spoken on how One Piece is fun to read and watch and watch yeah and because you can skip a lot of the animation from One Piece because you're really there for the story and to be honest with you there's cer- certain shows like Super where the manga is completely different than the anime because they have no concrete source See, material but I think with, that also goes to the fact that you go to Promise Neverland for the uh for the like for how the animation did the, the horror. And the animation did the horror, but not even just the horror, just the suspense elements and just the fact that when I watch it in an anime form, I get to see everything Ooh. like a... And like it reminds me of... To me, it reminds me of a, a real-life show, like a prison break or like a Weeds. And Weeds is comedic more than it is drama and suspense. No, but I get but like, saying, those shows it keep seems me on the like live-action almost. Yeah, it's it, like, keep, it, seems, it seems like it's... It keep, no, I feel you. And that's how I'm invested. And the same, the same thing like with... Uh, with Naruto, like I was super invested in the anime and the art to me was good. I know a lot of people have their complaints about certain parts of the pain arc, certain parts of the Naruto animation being not uh, animated up to par with its best animations. But at the same time, I read a lot of the the hard animation parts of Naruto. Like I read a lot of the uh, Ninja War, had to rewatch that. Like I, I read a lot of that before I watched it, like the Madara shit. Yeah. Uh, especially the backstory. I know that's the main part that I binge read and like a two day period like it was really like a one day I got a lot done and then the next day I got the rest of it done but uh I read like a lot of Naruto and just the the art and, and animation and how shit went from page to page was just amazing to me the, the way shit transitioned and um One Piece is the same way the reason why the One Piece anime is so cold is because the source material that they have to follow being the manga is already done up to profession, uh, perfection so whenever you look at the anime if the anime doesn't do that right the fans are going to notice you know what I'm saying Promise Neverland some slack I think season 2 will look more like the manga than season 1 did I think they had to make season 1 look like they did to catch you yeah because but, the act, because honestly season 1 has no action it really does like in the manga, there's really no. It's like just kids talking. Mm-hmm. It, it's exposition out the ass, and they and they make it feel exciting because of 
because of the story like in the manga it's more about the story mm -hmm. and then like the like as you learn the story you get the suspense from like damn I hope I hope when I flip this page what's like but mm -hmm. in, in seeing it you can see it's like oh you see him sweating and it's like oh you feel like you mm -hmm. feel it's like oh god when that uh, please don't walk around that corner please and it's different seeing it and see uh, and then I think the panels are transferred next because it'll have the action and it'll look it'll be able different. to mirror yeah but the only thing that uh that makes me happy about that and scares me about other things. I hate to draw back to the old point of Dr. Stone, but I feel like a lot of companies, right, when it comes to anime, especially big-time anime, and uh, not to shit on any of these companies because I am ignorant. You know what I'm saying? I don't know much about who owns what, who does what, but as far as certain anime, um, a lot of these companies go into it, they're like, okay, I'm going to buy the rights to this anime because I feel like this anime is going to get us the most money. This would be the best thing to animate because this is a good manga. We need to have access to this anime before anybody else gets it because we're going to be missing out on some money. They drop season one, like say Gangsta, Blood Lad, all the ones we never got a season two to. And they're sitting there like, okay, we're just going to drop this shit because this wasn't really a passion product of ours. This was just us seeing a hot manga that we feel like we can make a dope anime adaptation to and it didn't bite like we thought it would bite so now we're just gonna throw it in the trash promise neverland to me seems like one of those that was adapted by people who are in love with the source material and who really know the source material they're uh, adapting versus someone adapting something that they don't know the source material and not saying the fan base because a lot of the time people are you know uh cater to the fan base when they adapt certain uh, source material but with, with promise neverland i could feel like they really knew what they were dealing with in the manga and they knew how to like how you say it, how you how you feel uh season two is going to be a little bit different than season one, but you yeah. know season one had to look like this. I feel like they know their source material to the point where they know season one had to look like this and season two will have to look a certain way. They know the direction they're supposed to go in. With Dr. Stone, I'm scared that they're just like, okay, Dr. Stone is in the new era of Shonen. He's on all the fucking front covers with <laughs> Emma and fucking Luffy and them. We got to adapt this before anybody else gets to it. And they throw like a One Punch Man season two budget into it just to have a season one out because they're like, okay, what? It's not super heavy action, so we don't got to do that much. I feel like my guy, my guy has so high expectations for Dr. Oh, it's too high. That's why it's my number one, bro. That's why my whole list, my whole list of summer anticipation may may shat. Like, it, like honestly, Fire Force may end up being my number one. Vinland Saga, honestly, to me, may be number one. Like the way it's looking, it's, especially with you throwing out there that bold, it's, it's like the anime Game of Thrones. It's, no, it's like anime Game of Thrones or Vikings. I'm Game gonna of say Thrones or Vikings. Because Vi I see, I never seen Vikings. Vikings is cool, but as far as as far as the these uh, Promise Neverland, reading it, you know what I'm saying. I might give it a try. Give I might have try. to give it a try. But give it a try. I, and to argue against my first point, I did see someone on Twitter saying um, a lot of the times these these uh, mangaka, the artists are, are pushed week to week to rush out these fucking... And I watched Horikoshi. Someone was breaking down how Horikoshi does his chapters. He spends like the first, be the first fucking six days of the week doing sketches and doing like drafting for the pages. And then the last day, he does the whole chapter. That's correct. He like last day just, all right, wraps it all up. So... If if by the time I, the chapter gets to the page and I'm reading it, um, if some things are done like it seems rushed or it seems kind of sloppy, uh, a lot of people say it shows the character of the the artist. It shows yeah, their personality it in it, and I, I, maybe I have to look at things more along that line because the reason why a lot of these shows that are like One Piece that are adapted so well in anime is because of the artist's personality being so vivid and them not being able to make no mid page because they know they gotta make the coolest page they can shows make. How good Oda is. But, Oda's that boy, bro. I slept on him for the longest and regret it. He's like literally one of the top three, if not the number one mangaka of all time. Because he's honestly the most consistent. He be killing it. Like, like even when you look it. at Toriyama as far as manga, um, you look at Kishimoto as far as manga, not anime. One Piece, 
is super consistent the whole way through. I don't see any parts of the manga fall off from what I've seen so far. And not saying Naruto and Dragon Ball does, but they don't have the same quantity that One Piece does to keep up with that quality. Like, this nigga has quality and quantity. You know? Like, we could argue Dragon Ball has quality. We could argue Naruto has quality and quantity, but not as not fucking with Naruto, uh, not fucking with Oda. Oda is the chip leader in both. Yeah, Oda, be, he, he kills, like, 100%. But with that being said, that's all we have for the news this week. And like we said earlier, we're going to be reviewing Samurai 8 as well as... Um, as well as Demon Slayer Kamitsu no Yaiba this week. So, which one you want to start off with? The manga or the anime? Oh, uh, we can do the manga. All right, let's start off with Samurai 8 Chapter 5. Yeah, because it's not that much. It's just 19 pages. Nothing, Real quick. Nothing too much really yeah, I have a lot to say about Kamitsu no Yaiba this week. So, basically what happened in Samurai 8 Chapter 5, we really learn about just... We learn more about the samurai, the power structure, like how the weapons work. Because before we see... Uh, Hachimaru only used the katana that he was given. We learned, and I was like, "Yo, what's that bone stuff?" And I predicted that we're gonna learn more about the power structure this week, so I was excited to see that. Uh, and I, my prediction still stands for by chapter ten, we getting off planet. I mm-hmm. think we will be off planet by chapter ten. But we learned that basically a samurai's weapon is his armor, his shield, his mouth, his mount. It's it's a symbol belonging to only that the samurai. It's basically his key holder. And what his key holder is, is Hayutaro. And Hayutaro is his dog. And basically his dog contains his key. And what his key is, is his bone blade. And basically he'll take the bone blade out of Hayutaro, put his soul energy in it, connect it, and boom, that's his sword. Not only can Hayutaro turn into different types of animals and stuff, but you can transform your sword into guns. This see, this show also has guns. Like we see Dwarma have to fight the uh, the guardians of his of his like hideout, and basically he pulls his samurai soul out. He's t- he's fighting them. He's cutting them, and then Dwarma's like, "Oh yeah, we can also transform these swords into guns." Like straight up, like pulling his guns out, like blah 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 blah. And I was like, "Yo, Dwarma packing heat!" Like <laughs> that shit blew my mind. And then of course at the end he puts on his full samurai armor. And he basically slashes, um, he uses his moves. We're seeing move styles being utilized. So not only are we seeing, learning about how the different types of weapons they can use, the different powers they have. We're also seeing that they have different like moves. And where it's not jutsus, it's different styles with different swords, uh, slices and stuff. That's pretty dope. And we also see the chapter ends with Hachimaru getting his... Um, pulling out his key holder and getting his 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 samurai the handle of his samurai's true blade so this is gonna be dope because next chapter he's gonna be training with his samurai blade hopefully also we still gotta learn about his pop some more but for this one it was strictly a dwarma in a hachimaru chapter short and sweet to the point some light some light action mm-hmm. but i think this thing was really important for exposition and really explaining like the samurai world and getting us more knowing what's gonna happen because as of now we, we, we didn't really know how the samurai stuff works does he use a katana what, 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 what's the way like how many weapons can you use I didn't think he could use guns that kind of blew my mind Chris what'd you think of chapter 5 of the tale of Hachimaru I got some negatives and some positives uh my main positive I gotta open up with the uh the opening page cause I always pay super attention to that especially cause I'm, I've been getting into manga lately and the reason why I like uh 
uh, read manga over anime sometimes is because they do a lot of uh, manga original shit. Like one of my favorite parts of reading Shonen Jump when I was young was like the in between chapters, the little notes the editor would leave with the little drawings and shit. It would be so dope. And with 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 uh, manga, another main reason why I like it is because of the cover pages of the chapters. Yeah. And this is my favorite one since uh, chapter two, which was like my my initial. I haven't seen like a cover art. The last one was just the fucking pig mask niggas and shit yeah. like that. And it, this one, I like just seeing shit like that because it just shows like. If you if you know like the One Piece ones, the One Piece ones are iconic. Yeah, they be going in and like they they like have like some covers tell stories like exactly. Like, no, nah, I would be going. You in see covers shit. like tell stories too. I, yeah, like I, I love that shit. Like I eat that up. Like that's one of my main positives because this is one of my favorite ones so far. We're only on four or what five? We're yeah, only on chapter, five. Yes, chapter five. Uh, my favorite ones so far are two and five, but this one stands out. As far as the other positives, the the art, you know. It's up to par. Like, I love seeing the buildings and just whatever. You get the higher up views of the whole kind of world. Like, it looks really amazing. Like, that right there, the, the, the building, like on page, what is that? Page three? Page six. Page six. Six and, uh, six and seven. Six and seven. Those, like, the art is, like, amazing. I've been waiting to see shit like this. I, I want to see the first couple chapters. We only got to see, you know, his crib, which was crazy. We got to see a little bit of action in the world. You didn't really get to see a focus that much on the world. You got to see a little bit of it when he flew around, but then you got to that city and you got to see that village, which looks like your typical anime Town. manga kind of Naruto village. Uh, and now you're starting to see a little bit of shit and I'm starting to see a little bit of differences like this looks like a world that we've never seen before Yeah, and it's it's starting to look more unique now I'm, I'm wanting to see more of that for sure but as far as the story uh, my main complaint is we got nine, uh, 19 pages it was the quickest chapter I've read in a minute I, I flew through it it felt like like, like I just wanted more <laughs> like bro I, I remember reading the first four chapters and they the first one Granted, being a super long yeah. one, you know, super long one. They Over gotta, stuff. they gotta start off with that one. They did that probably to whittle out the rest of these. But uh, chapter two was enough to be like, okay, solid something. chapter, you know, solid chapter. The next the one was thirty. Third something. one, it was like solid chapter, solid chapter. Now it's starting to feel a little rushed. Like the pacing is starting to move fast. I like it in a sense of okay, this isn't even his training arc. This is just his master being like, okay, this is a training's about to start. So you're about to see. Uh, you know, I like the fact that they're pummeling through. They're not spending too much time on not saying the training, but before you even get to the training, because a lot of uh, anime manga fans hate training arcs and how it's in every shonen and how they take forever and it's how it's always plot armor type shit. And I like the fact that Kimetsu no Yaiba, the anime, it, bred, it, it sped past it. It was really good. It didn't seem like it sped past it, but it did kind of speed past it. It didn't stay too long on it. Like Yusuke had a long training kind of arc. All these motherfuckers had training arcs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, I like to see quick training arcs. So hopefully the next episode kind of flies by faster with this kind of exposition to where we get all of that. Well, but at the same that, time... I feel like this is going to be a slow training I, arc. I love the fact that you got to see the guns. You got to see the 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 um, what the sword chief can do. You got to see what uh, his dog can do. Yeah. But at the same time, it was a lot for 19 pages. So it felt like in each panel, we were getting a lot, a lot, a lot. Like how you said, to the point where he... He was like, all right, oh yeah, by the way, guns, we could do that. It's like, I wish they would have spent like a little bit, made it, a, drew a little, drew it out a little bit more because like, I'm amazed by everything so far. I just wish it would have put a little bit more emphasis on the dope parts. Yeah. Because like, I'm not going to lie, it does look dope. Don't get me wrong. I'm not any less hype uh, in it than I am before. I'm glad we kind of getting through this chapter. If I was reading this, binge reading it, like with 
20 taps without my knowledge, I'd be like, ooh, all right, cool. You just, yeah, week it's to just week. like, we, we week to week. I want that next chapter, bro. Like, give me that next chapter. That's my only complaint. So it's not really a complaint about the, the material. It's just <laughs> no, it's like, just like, you just want some more. It's like, this is all you gave us? It's like, shit. You could have, to be honest with you, with 19 pages, with the other chapters being 30 pages, you could have given us this, and you could have given us the beginning to see his training, see, to see where he's about to start. Is I feel like this is to make it to where he doesn't take a break. And if he, and if, and if this is to where we gonna do it to like this until he doesn't take a break, I'm cool with it. Like and the manga breaks be killing one That's piece of my, my hero fans. Bro, talk about one. No, one piece is the worst. Like yeah, my, my hero, a lot my, hero my hero's cool with it. One piece is the like Oda will take breaks in between the most crucial shit. I gotta say, as as, as a nigga that's following manga Twitter as well as anime Twitter, like Horikoshi is the champ. As no, far he be as killing. Nigga, like, nigga's his like, release schedule, he kills. Like he's I, dropping like, like a every week. Like it's coming. It's coming week after week after week and then there's my villain pages. like the my villain uh, academia uh, arc is one of his most no, essential it, arcs it's killing like, and niggas are loving it like I never cause I, I, I'm not reading the manga right now but I know what part of the story the manga's in and I didn't think niggas would be as inflamed in it like they're engulfed in this shit know, right now no, like, Twitter Twitter goes crazy when that new chapter drops because it's like we're finally learning about those villains and like we're finally like we're learning about them as much as we like learned about Deku no Moon. And before first. they yeah. were just fucking villains. Exactly. I, I like that, man. I'm excited to see season four and where it ends. And if hopefully we get this in season four, we, we may won't. get a whole season five of. Nah, this is gonna be season five. You know how dope it will be if season five is like ah, we ain't bringing back my hero, bitch. It's my villain academia. That's, and, probably, and they, that's probably how they're gonna start season five because season four is. 100% the Chikara arc and that's gonna be they probably gonna drag that that bitches and, but like it, let me not say drag it's they, they gotta do it the whole thing and that's this is the best arc of my hero so far manga I mean anime niggas like me I'm sorry cause I know anime niggas hate being spoiled but I, I kinda wanna be spoiled with the Chikara arc just for a little like is that that chick the little chick that be with Deku I've been seeing in the not in the manga, but I follow Jumpuchi heroes with the hair, and, the little and he horn. looks crazy now too. And that's, she got the yeah, horn that's, that's that. because I being a fan of like Jumpuchi heroes, the the little I remember I was showing you it's like an app game. Yeah, the little chibi versions they're like not following the anime; they're up to date with the newest characters as far as the manga. And um, I, I love seeing the art of the little chibi characters. I, it's like trading cards; I collect that them, and they hard. drop them week to week. And like last week and a week before, it was the My Hero was like, oh, we're going to break out some new My Hero shit. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I've heard spoilers. I've heard the quirk thing. I don't want to spoil too much no, about yeah, that. I'm not saying nothing But I've heard it. a lot of things about um, season four. Season four, but I have not seen this new, these new transformation looking thing. I've never seen these new characters. And just being from the outside looking in, being one of those, because manga, you cannot spoil the manga for yourself. But being an anime nigga, there's no way you're not seeing the the manga volume covers and the manga chapter covers. I don't know. It's it's kind of easy to duck the the panels. But yeah. as far as the big spoilers of like, okay, whenever they start talking, oh, my hero arc in my manga and you start seeing the V-jump pages of like the promotion for the next arc, you're starting to see these these characters and just the shit's looking dope. Like shit's oh, yeah. looking like it's no. getting fucking Se- crazy. Season four is going to be the best arc so far. Like 100%. But season five or, or the next arc after that is looking intense as well. Like the villain arc from what people say, they say this may be the best. People are saying like they're this is intense. But the, I, then again, I'm a villain guy, so I'm yeah, probably paying attention to the villain niggas being like Chikara, I don't know, cause Chikara You gonna make me fuck around that's and start shit. reading but, the manga, bro. I be trying not to. I'm but just, I, all I gotta say is that's that shit. But you, watch it. Just don't don't yeah, don't read it. Just watch don't it. Read it. Don't read it. I'ma wait. I'ma wait. It's gonna be better for you. It's, 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 it's that demon slayer shit. Like I might this read, is action. I like, might read the uh, villain arc though, just cause I'm already engulfed in that. Like I, I really Oh no, you don't you can't read it. No, I didn't read it yet, but I'm already engulfed. 
engulfed in wanting to know what it is, is what I mean. You, like, but you gotta, if you're gonna read it, you gotta go through because it's gonna spoil you know everything that happened I've, before. I've sat, I've sat like through the whole, um, what you say is like the fourth season, and now there's a new arc unfolding. I never really had a desire to read until I started hearing all this villain shit, because you know I'm a villain nigga. So yeah. now I'm like, all right, I gotta catch up. I gotta catch up. Like, I'm excited just because of the shit I'm hearing. No, I'm not hearing really- spoilers, I'm just hearing excitement. And excitement is at an all time high compared to how I've seen it before. No, you know I'll give him that. Like, I'm not gonna say it's the best arc, but if you if you're a villains person, then yeah, nah, you know shit, I'm a villains this guy. Shit, this shit is for you, 100. But that that's our review of Samurai Eight. Next week we'll be reviewing Chapter Six, and you'll get that either in video form on YouTube or podcast form on the network. But let's get to reviewing Demon Slayer, starting with Episode Nine, Tamari Demon and Arrow Demon. It was the two demons named Tamio and Yushiro who came to Tanjiro's rescue using the Eye Blonde spell. Tamayo guides Tanjiro and Nezuko to her house. There, through his conversations with Tamayo, Tanjiro learns that there's a way to return demons to human form. Just then, two demons in the pursuit of Tanjiro locate the house and unleash a furious assault. So basically, this episode is just Tanjiro and the gang getting run up on by these two demons. Uh, Freaking Yushiro gets his head blown off a little bit. And Tanjiro's fighting this six arms, basically from Ben 10 type demon. He can't really see the arrows which going on. And he ends up trading with Nezuko. Nezuko ends up taking on the uh, six arm person. And Tanjiro ends up taking on the arrow dude. And we see, yo, these, these people are super strong. These are the strongest demons that... Tanjiro has fought so far. The episode ends with Tanjiro fighting the uh, arrow guy and Nezuko just Nezuko getting ready to uh, come back to fight uh, the girl with six arms. It's setting up the uh, ending battle. Oh no, this episode we see Tanjiro kill the. Uh, I forgot that's the ending. I thought it happened in the next episode. He does kill him in the next episode, but this episode ends with Tanjiro killing the arrow guy because he's using his water moves to he figures out some way to kill him through using the different ways of his water techniques. Chris, what do you think of episode 9? I'm, I'm liking to see how like these demons can't get killed besides certain techniques have to be used to kill him and I'm liking that. I want to see more of that because it makes these characters seem more badass like than having to just overpower the demon. You literally have to like strategically kill the nigga. Because you've seen niggas' heads get knocked off when they come back. You know what I'm saying? You've Big seen, face. like, it's hard to kill a fucking demon. And just the fact that, uh, and this is kind of the next episode. I'm going to kind of speak on that a little bit more. But him seeing that he's really just a human, bro. Like, he's getting fucked up out here. Like, these demons are really playing with this dude like a rag doll, And he has to adjust to situations very quickly. The only reason why he can keep up with him is because of his breathing techniques and the stuff that makes him a demon slayer. Because when he does these breathing, his muscles increase to, like, demon strength for a little bit. But after that breathing done, he back to human. So, like... That's yeah, like what, at the end of the day, he's a human. Yeah, episode nine was basically Tanjiro's the the begin the most part of Tanjiro's battle, and then we're gonna see episode ten get to the Zuko's. But seeing Tanjiro fight and it's, it's just classic Demon Slayer goodness, good fight. What would you rate episode nine one through five? I'd rate episode uh, nine one through five. I'd rate it a good four. 4.5 cuz it was really 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 good man like i liked a lot of it i liked the fight with the um with the guy with the arrows and just the fact that uh what's homeboy the uh i hate the little the little oh, fucking Yishiro? Yeah, him. I, I like the fact that he's kind of helping. He's like, bro, you got to look. He's yeah. like letting him the power of his eyes. Uh, yeah. I like that a lot. I like the fact that uh the arrows were something i didn't expect the way he controls the arrows and how he's blind. Didn't expect that at all. 
uh, the way the arrows worked with Homegirl with the balls yeah, and the shit. Yeah, the way they combined their powers. I like the fact that they were overpowering them together, but then once separated... They uh, were pretty... Each one, like, Nezuko could take on the girl, Tanjiro had the dude. It was typical shonen shit, but it was like, this to me was the Zabuza fight, and this to me was done very... Like, it was executed very well. You don't know too much about these two characters, but in this context i don't think you need to yeah uh with zabuza and I, I, that's you know comparing it but I, I like with all these other main villains you spend uh and like all these other big shows you spend the first villains the first main villains anyway you see them get fleshed out super hard with these i feel like you, you're not fleshing them out uh, that's the next arc that's that's in this yeah so these guys are gonna come back. No, these no, two. no, 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 no. These two, these, these, uh, these two niggas are not important. But that's what I'm saying. That's, I feel like these two niggas are not important. Like I the, feel like I like the fact that unnecessary time wasn't spent on unnepotent people. Oh, they about like, to, you about to, you about to have your Zabuza moment, like right the when the real he meet, Zabuza yeah, moment. Yeah, like when he meets his home nigga, when but he meets his niggas. I just feel like these were the burst, the burst, the first big threat as far as like how Zabuza was. He was the first big threat, and these was uh like this. This dude was giving Tanjiro that fucking work at first. Even Homegirl, even uh, Homegirl was giving uh, Nezuko to work with the 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 that shit ripped her fucking foot off at first, knocked her foot clean off, dog. And then the next episode, she starts combating that. I yeah. thought it was a rap foot. Like with the shoot with the the ball knocking her whole foot off, I was like, okay, she's a demon. They shouldn't be tossing her around like a rag dog. You just knocked her foot off. That's a bad sign for her. You know what I'm saying? Like to how, power up on them. And she she booted up in the next episode. But as far as this episode, seeing that, it was just a, a lot of big shockers, a lot of big, oh, okay. I like seeing characters get thrown in a situation they, they can't handle and seeing a logical way that they adapt to it. I hate seeing like OP as like, oh, I'm just a chosen one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna beat any villain. Like watching certain certain shows, you know that these motherfuckers are just not gonna lose. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a rap. But with with Tanjiro, it's like yeah, this he, motherfucker be on the brink of death yeah, every time no, he fight. I think he, he be getting his ass whooped like one hundred. Like at the end of this fight, like he he won, but he won. And he was Barely, fucked up. Yeah, he like, was beat. He was messed up. I'd rate episode nine a solid four point two, solid four point three. Good episode, great episode of Demon Slayer. Not quite at the five yet. I think I know where the five is gonna be, but this one solid four point three. Episode 10, Together Forever. Tanjiro's crisis continues. He uses multiple forms of water breathing technique to hold out against Yahaba's final blood demon art, the Ko, uh, the Kotetsu arrow. Meanwhile, Nezuko and Susamaru are still battling out. Worried about the outcome, Tan, Tanjiro, oh, Tamiyo unleashes her own blood demon art. This episode, we basically see Tanjiro have to finish out... Uh, Yahaba, we see him dying, and then while Yahaba's dying, he's sending out all these arrows, and Tanjiro is, like, having to do more multiple attacks to survive until Homie fully, like, like fully turns into dust so he can survive, and as he turns into dust, the arrows let him go. He falls out of the air, finds out he has a broken rib, broken leg. Like Chris has said, he, we find out that Tanjiro's, like, he's still human at the end of the day. He still can get his ass whooped, and basically, at this point, it's like... He has to put his sword in his mouth because he's like, I don't know if Nezuko can handle her own against this this demon. I gotta go try to do my best no matter what, even if I gotta swing my sword with my mouth in my pulling a Zoro. But this dude can't even move. We see Nezuko holding her own. It's basically I'm not gonna take your turn. It's a, this is a Chris phrase. This was the best game of hacky sack that, <laughs> that we saw ever because they were just kicking that ball back and forth, back and forth. And then Nezuko uses all her strength, and that girl's like, Whoa, this demon's pretty strong. But that girl. Was about to use all her strength, and Lady Tommy was like, Whoa, whoa, Nezuko can't handle that quite yet. She's not ready for that. And she basically unleashes this blood demon art that gets this woman. It's a truth serum, essentially. And the and, uh, Susamaru basically reveals.
reveals her truth and she she says uh muzan's name and when any of muzan's demons say that his name or talk about him they instantly die and we saw what muzan's wrath is like against one of his subordinates three arms come out and they rip her apart i thought that was serious and crazy super dope moment by kitsubuji and just seeing how serious of a villain he is, how serious he takes his privacy, how serious he takes his, like, you're not going to talk about me. I keep these demons afraid of me so they can respect me. And Lady Tamayo goes into that after the end of them dying. We, 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 we realize that, look, these demons, demons don't gang up together because they're afraid of Muzan. And that's why they fight each other because Muzan has built this fear into the demon community that, oh, if we team up together, it's going to have problems between demons. That's why demons always fight because they feel that they need to beat each other up to, to survive under in Muzan's world. Because if they would team up, they're already bred to where it's like, oh, it won't work. We're going to just eat each other. And Lady Tamiyo was t discussing all that that system that Muzan has in place of demons because demons really shouldn't fight each other because, like she said, they can't cause harm to each other because they are, are immortal. The only thing that can cause harm to a demon is sunlight and a demon slayer sword. Well, Muzan has figured out a way how to harm demons, and that's how he keeps them under his thumb. The episode basically ends with Lady Tamiyo collecting the blood of uh, Susamaru, so that's going to help in the research for turning humans back into, I mean, demons back into humans. She's going to research this. I think she's going to be big later down the line. Tanjiro gets asked if he want if uh, he wants them to keep Nezuko because she was like, yo, we realize it's going to be hard for you. We can keep her. Like, we love her. It's in Nezuko grabs his hands like, nah, we're in this together. And Tanjiro's like, yeah, I'm in this together with my sister. And that's pretty much how the episode ends. It ends with Tanjiro getting a new mission and seeing this weird character in all yellow on the road so what's this gonna be his next mission who's this guy we'll find out next time spoiler alert that's the that's the nigga in his click <laughs> like yeah for sure like, if, you, if you've seen the uh, art like if you've seen a lot of the promotional art you know that who this guy is yeah you don't necessarily know but you know the context he he's, he's the fucking gang like he's yeah gang. like you know if you know shown and then you saw this promotion you're like oh that these are the click of people we got to deal with and i'm definitely excited to see him and i'm excited to see uh the other guy too because uh both of them look pretty cool yeah and they both have really interesting powers in this guy there hasn't been a lot of comedic tones in uh well there has been but it's been no through. to me to be honest with you it doesn't have a lot but it, it sprinkles a, it in there and the way it sprinkles it in there is so unique and authentic and it and I does love it, it through like it does it through the how the characters would actually act Mm -hmm. This guy's the comedic. He's the he's the comedic guy. I'm excited because yeah. the the way that they do comedy so far has been through. We're on episode ten. He's the. Perf. We haven't seen a lot of glimpse of fun of uh, funniness comedy, but we do see, um, like whenever you know uh, they're in the. Give you chibi moments. Yeah, you, you have the moments wherever like you know uh, Nezuko's face. She gets the the black eyes, the little dot eyes, and she's just kicking her feet, and that's supposed to be cute, but it's funny at the same time, like in a, a light way. Then you see. Uh, when the first time they go meet Muzan there in the city, uh, and this is the first time you know Tanjiro seeing the city, his yeah. face is like ah, like he had the weird fucking face, and it was just hilarious to see his face contorted like that because in Yu Yu Hakusho, Dragon Ball, you always get the hey, the faces with like a little teardrop, yep. and you see the exaggerated facial expressions. And to be honest with you, Demon Slayer does it in a way I've never seen before, manga wise and anime wise. I've seen some manga panels get dropped where I was like, this can't be the real manga panel, and I just dismissed it. Then seeing anime, like even in the, the training arcs and shit, whenever he would make the crazy faces when the training was too hard it was like i like the way that they do comedy like uh exaggerated facial expressions it's done uh refreshingly because i haven't i've never seen faces get done because usually it's like 
the they have you. Every everybody has the same face. Yeah, exactly. Whenever they're mad, you see the little vein on the head. Whenever they're embarrassed, you see like the blush. Whenever they're like, uh, ha, you see the little the sweat drop on their head. Like yep. you always see the same. Uh, tropes. yeah, the same tropes, and they're doing these tropes a lot differently, and I like that a lot. Like that's a that's a that's that sells it for me. And we're gonna see him be a different style of perv because he's the he's the pervy character that comes. In. And I'm, I, I like that. I always like the pervy character. The only pervy character I think I don't like is Manetta. I saw people on Twitter talking shit about how Manetta's just y'all hate Manetta for no reason because he's like the perv you. character. I'm like nigga, you know how many perv characters I love? Yeah, like, like, like not like but yeah. love. Yeah, like Sanji, Moroku, Roshi, Jiraiya. Yeah. Most of my favorite characters are pervy ass characters but Manetta has nothing just, to him besides yeah, being uh, perf and having balls on his head that nigga's <laughs> whack son that nigga's <laughs> whack to me I mean he's he's funny sometimes but I mean overall I don't like him like overall he's like whack me like too. I like the, the fucking football headed rock nigga more than I like him me just too. cause and he don't even do shit that nigga don't even have lines he's talking <laughs> like he's talking to animals at least he kinda useful that nigga don't even got lines <laughs> bro <bruh. laughs> he don't do nothing important ever but just I, he's like a I, cool character just like I like the nigga who's the, the, the Spider-Man great value Spider-Man with the tape on his elbows instead of web shooters and he's cool too it's just Manetta is like you a failure at a, at a comical character to me not saying that in a bad bad way because yeah, just... Koshi's still the goat I just personally don't like the character no, I feel but you. as far as uh, perfect characters they be they, they're uh, not saying much needed but they're like a good comic relief it's 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 dope because I, it's only an anime, and I like it. I like that mm-hmm. that's a trope of anime. And the thing is, you see it in like regular media. You just don't see it at to these extents. Yeah, extents like Boy Meets World. What was Eric and Sean beside the nigga who just wanted to fuck all the bitches? They said it was a PG show that played yeah. on ABC, so they had to tame it down to be like, I just want to date all the girls and kiss all the girls. Like, no, nigga, you was a perv. You was probably <laughs> doing some raw shit behind closed doors. You just can't see these kind of things on Disney Channel, Cartoon Network, because the way America's standards on censorship is so. Wild, yeah. In America, I mean, in Japan, they just don't give a fuck. Yeah, like they, they let it run wild. Like nigga, sexy jutsu is for fucking thirteen year olds. <laughs> what would you rate episode ten together, fam? Well, I do. I do gotta say, like a lot of like whenever we were talking about the um the fighting, like how he literally was crawling with broken ribs, broken leg. That did a lot for me. Just seeing him try to he put the sword in his mouth on some Zoro shit, pulled up, and then as well seeing Nezuko get her whole foot blown off, coming back from that to playing a full on game of the most intense hacky sack. Big facts. Yeah, like and just seeing the last episode be so crazy and seeing them adapt to it. And this episode was crazy as fuck. Seeing everything get wrapped up. I want to say it's like closer to a five than the last episode, but the last episode did have more of the action. But I'm going to keep this one at a good 4.5, maybe 4.6, just because even though we got the little slow exposition parts where they talked and they spoke and uh, the girl was like, I'm going to take Nezuko. And he was like, nah, I mean, this is my but sister. But that meant a lot. That, it did yeah. mean a lot. That's why, I'm, that's why it has to go up there. It was, it was exposition and it wasn't really action-packed, but it still makes the episode as good as it was. A good arc It closer. doesn't take anything away. Like, sometimes yeah. you'll get action at the beginning of the episode, then it's like filler towards the end of the episode. And this wasn't... Nothing felt like filler. Everything's felt needed. Everything progression pacing everything is just good so far yeah. art and animation is just amazing seeing the fact that i love the fact that muzan has this uh boogeyman voldemort effect where bitch if you talk about me you're gonna you die, die and like, i'm not even gonna pull up and kill you no, you're you just gonna die. die yeah like boom arms out your mouth chest and fucking wherever <laughs> else like your that shit made me cringe in the me best too. way because i'm sitting there like oh i can't believe that just happened and i'm not sitting there like oh this is bad i'm sitting there like, like bro i can't believe this just happened like that's the type of cringe you get from whenever 
whenever some crazy shit happens in Game of Thrones you don't agree with yeah, or some, or some like crazy like Saw and it's like you see some crazy kill and you're like Ooh. and see that's why you come to Saw <laughs> yeah. and the thing the thing is uh, I don't come to Dragon Ball Naruto and One Piece for, for that. that but I do come to shows like Hunter Hunter for that because Hunter Hunter I like the fact that it takes the same shonen tropes and just dark darkifies them yeah. this shit started off episode one this nigga whole family got murdered bro yeah, big facts. and now the second episode you see a nigga head get kicked off and then he regenerated like it was so nothing. when I saw that I was like okay this show is gonna be violent and it's gonna take it there seeing a bitch fucking vomit out an arm and then pregnant arm out your stomach your yeah. chest and your mouth and then it just and then those arms rip you apart and tear your head off yeah it was like overkill with the gruesomeness but it was like the perfect yeah, overkill no, it, was, it was like Ugh. it's like this show lives up to demon slayer like whenever i see demon slayer i don't want to see this happy go lucky show about la 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 friendship la 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 nobody dies i want to see motherfuckers get murdered brutally especially the bad guys this is who needs to die no big facts and we will see more death as so the I, might, show I might even give this shit higher than a four i might give it a 4.6 4.7 just thinking back on the i I forgot to mention that whole part where the, she, the arm came out of her mouth and I really really like the fact that Muzan will really he'll murk you even for, just for saying his just fucking saying name. name and that's why Lady Tamio and them they, oh yeah we didn't mention they got a dip because they can't stay in that area no more because it's like ooh we got too much it's too the block yeah, hot it's hot and that's wild like <laughs> that makes me like Muzan even more the because he I, you know I'm a villain nigga so Muzan being as gangster as he was like I, I don't know if we spoke about this on air or off air but whenever I was talking about how Muzan uh, Tanjiro put up on him like Oh my God! That's why you stink so bad. You're the nigga who killed whoever, like yeah. my people. It's like I'm gonna kill you, and Muzan like, oh shit, shh, I'm out. Like slash yeah. the dude behind the neck, and he's like, all right. He just smart reacted to that like almost effortlessly. He would just sit there like he's always prepared for a nigga to run up on. Let him. me see what type of nigga you are. You either deal with that or you gonna come get me. Whatever, like, whatever. Even you're when I'm with it. my human wife and kid, which no one knows nothing about yet. Even when I'm with them, nigga, you're not about to catch me off guard, nigga. If I don't feel like fighting you, I'm just gonna duck. And it's not like a coward duck. It's like I got shit to do, duck. Yeah. If I if I need to kill you, I'll have you dealt with. Yeah. And he sent the goons out. When the goons start talking too much, he don't even pull up to kill him. He just explodes them on sight. And I really I feel like as a villain. That's about as gangster as a villain you can get, nigga. And then, and then now that, yo, because these goons died, these people know your location, the block too hot, we gotta leave, because if we stay here, we, he gonna send more yeah, stronger we next. goons, we gonna <laughs> die for real. It's like, that really puts some Voldemort fears, like, motherfuckers are scared to say his name, and not only that, but for good reason. It reminds me of the first time, like, and in, in not as serious, because the, you're right, it's more Voldemort, but... It was like when people used to say Madara when Naruto first started. It was like, and see? ooh, who's this Madara Uchiha? Exactly. Like with the like Madara, it wasn't as serious like as Voldemort or this. But not even with just, Voldemort. Because it felt the same way. Though. With me, I would see in Harry Potter, right? Like, And this is going deep into other shit. But it's, it's the same concept applied with Madara. With the Harry Potter shit, you see Voldemort. Niggas are like, oh, he's who's out now be named. I don't even want to say his name. It's like, they're so scared. Then you used to get to book three, four, five. And like Harry and fucking Ron, they all sitting around like, man, fuck that nigga Voldemort. <laughs> He a bitch, and everybody's like, "Whoa, y'all all saying his name? Chill out!" Like I remember Harry used to say it, <laughs> yeah, Harry but I remember Ron got some nuts about himself and Hermione too. They weren't even saying he, he, he who shall not be named because they're like, "Harry's my dog. Harry's not scared of him. We not scared of him." And with all them people saying his name, the block should have been hot, and it wasn't. No, with Madara, all them people saying his name, the block should have been hot, it wasn't. This nigga, you say his name, <laughs> you're gonna die, die. <laughs> instantly, bro. And I just find it so gangster that he don't even gotta pull up. Like you say his name and automatically snap, out, arm coming out your mouth, ass everywhere. <laughs> head off dog that's some boss shit like just the fact that he's wearing the Michael Jackson in the fucking uh, what was the video the smooth criminal he is the smoothest criminal of all time bro like that's why he's wearing that hat and that suit because not only is he like 
gangster, but he's like mafia gangster. He's like, nigga, shh, I don't even give a fuck about this random bystander. I know you a bitch. You deal with that. You got a heart. See me? I'll just kill that nigga in front of his fucking mama and walk away just so you don't fuck with fuck me. Fuck with me, yeah. Just and so then, I go about my business. Then I'll sick my goons on you. If my goons start getting out of line, they'll die without me even having to tell them nothing. Go send some more goons. We got we got goons for days. Then they got apparently they got twelve more goons that's, that's shitting on these niggas. And, and these niggas were they broke the son rib and his, his and fucking leg. The crazy thing about those twelve, I believe it's broken up into six and six. There's six lower who are like the lower tier, and then there's six upper. Oh my god! Like, I'm excited to see that. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. I believe because it's broken up like that. As a villain guy, you know I'm a, a big fan of. Uh, Phantom Troop. I'm a big fan of the Akatsuki. Oh, yeah, I'm probably gonna be a big fan of the Espada when I get to fucking um, Bleach. Bleach. The only fucking group villain I'm not a fan of is the fucking Ginyu Force, nigga. But this one, if this group of villains, no, the Kizuki. I think their name is the Kazuki. I, I I just call them the Upper and Lower Moons because that's how it is in English. But the the Moons or whatever. Uh, nah, Muzan's crew. And Muzan is already a gangster. So if these are the laggies, if these are the pawns, I want to see the rooks. I want to yeah. see the knights. Yeah, and, and they're super strong. Because Muzan, strong. he seems so mafioso to me to where he's like, I'm not even going to touch you, nigga. What? You want to kill me? But he don't have Shh, to. Deal with that. Like, walks away. And the crazy thing is, I don't even, I can't even comprehend how strong he is because I don't, I don't know. But it's like. Yeah, because look at his laggies. Yeah, they were the strong thing, as the fuck. Like when in like his lackeys are whooping Tanjiro's ass. And that's the lower bad, tier. Bro. That's the lower tier lackeys that don't even that that aren't even on the lower moons like they're not even qualified to be the lower of the strongest like these niggas the the straight up like they're the they're the people that when you start up when you start a video game that's the like when the tutorial starts that's who you fight at first and then you mm -hmm. see a couple more like five more like five more levels of just mm -hmm. them and then oh then it upgrades yeah then it's like oh shit it's hard yeah no and I, I, I really like seeing that because like like how you were saying earlier, this this is the pump fake Zabuza. Yeah, this, no, this is definitely this, pump fake Zabuza. To me, it was Zabuza, but that's because we haven't gotten to the real first nigga yet. And the if this is the pump fake one breaking fucking ribs and, and leg, imagine when he walks up to that first big threat with his little homeboys. Like, this nigga's already used to fighting demons that have murdered all of Arakadaki's uh, students. Yep. He's already fighting this three-bodied demon that... Uh, Killed. That, that took him underwater and was doing crazy shit. Exactly. So if the if the scale of powers is going up and up, it's gonna be crazy to see the type of shit he has to deal with and how he reacts to it. And so far, he's reacting to it like a champ, and it's realistic. It's not something that's op to the point where I'm like, it takes me out of the experience. And then I, what I can't wait for is we know how strong the demons are. I want to see how strong the strongest demon slayers are. Oh yeah. So we're gonna see both sides. It's because be right now, my nigga Tanjiro just got dropped from like a three four story. Well, I'm gonna say three story flight. And hit the ground. All he did was break a rib and, and a, leg. a leg. If that was me, I'm dead. Yeah, you dropped me, me from a three story. Huh? I'm, I'm dead. Dog. I don't give a fuck. I am dead. Dunsky. Now seeing that he's already strong enough to break his rib and his leg, and his breathing techniques are so strong, he could still like you know what I'm saying. He's still like crawling with the sword in his mouth or some Zoro shit, trying to fight. Nigga, you got a broken rib and a broken leg, but you still got some fight in you. That's gangster, and you a bitch right now because you just let them demons fuck you over like, that easily. Like imagine the nigga that recruited him fighting somebody just done in a heartbeat. Yeah. Exactly, like the dude who who, who put the shit in Nezuko's mouth. That I, I want to see him come back. Yeah, that he because will, he will. I bought some um, you know, spoiler alert for my life. You know what I'm saying? But I bought some keychains. <laughs> I bought like literally, it was like two dollars for each character, uh, each character, and it was a keychain of not like a chibi or like a. You bought one like him? Full, or I bought all of them. Real. I bought one of the pig nigga, the uh, Ito's, the blonde haired nigga, Ito'suke. uh, Tanjiro Nezuko. And the guy we saw put the thing in Nezuko's yeah, mouth, the, essentially. Who, who requested him to uh, Arakadaki. So, in my mind, he's not that important of a character. But when I saw him 
being one of the only people on the keychains with the main characters he's that important. are on the front cover, I'm like, okay, so he's a big deal. Well, he's the, f- we met him, and I know they said this, and this isn't like spoiler or anything, he's the first pillar we met. And basically, the pillars are the strongest demon slayers. Like, he's one of them. And I'm excited to see the rest of them because he's dope, and he already looks too dope to, like, you can't come back to him right now because no. he's shitting on Tanjiro. Exactly, and because, like, he's the person who, he trained under Irakadaki, like, him and Tanjiro have the similar, like, breathe-style water, like, he, especially because he's one of the heads of the pillars, we can't come, it's too early to come back, it's like, I hope we, he it's like with Shanks. Like a, a rival, I hope. It, I hope he ends up being something that leads Tanjiro to get cold, like, get colder and colder. As of now, I feel like his thing is, like, Shanks, kind of. Like, you know how with Luffy, when he, we first met He's, like, Shanks, the big homie. Yeah, like, we, we like exactly. He the big homie. Like, and we and we still ain't got back to Shanks yet, really, in one piece. So, like, I, I hope it's like Bro, that. Shanks is guy. one of the most... Uh, it's kind of off topic, but Shanks is one of the most iconic characters in anime. Yeah, we don't know shit about and him. And he's, like, the most mysterious, which makes him even more like, iconic. The Japanese people don't know just as much as we do. Just we don't the know fact shit that, about him. And where I'm at, like, at the time skip, just for the fact that you only see him very sparingly before the war and then he pulls up and he's like no nigga the war, yeah. he's like it's enough it's done we done here and everybody was like alright alright we done I'm like hold up so these niggas just killed Ace these niggas killed Whitebeard they going off they about to go off more and you just pull up and be like hey it's over and if y'all want to fight y'all fight me and my crew and yeah y'all, of, if y'all want to go were, we could go and, and it's a wrap want, they didn't want no smoke <laughs> he really called a bluff he, we, they was like alright we, we literally see him at the beginning at that point and maybe like three, two other times in the time skip and that's yeah, bro yeah. is an icon in like the we, short I, amount I of screen really time like he's had. He, I feel like Oda's waiting for when it's time for Luffy to finally see him in the new world. And that's when we're going to get backstory back. Like, it's going to be like nothing but the backstory. But when we get Shanks' backstory, I can only imagine because everybody else's backstory. We get fucking side characters with bro, backstories. Bro, we got a straight Doflamingo backstory that made me want to, like, made me sad. Like, bro, I, I remember my girl, the only reason why my girl was really invested in One Piece, watching it like without me, the, one of the first few episodes with the little dog and her owner, how that was such a sad story. She was like crying and shit. I was like, are you crying within the first 20 episodes of One Piece? Oh, you didn't even get to the hundreds. Yeah, it's, it's going to get even, worse. You didn't even get to Usopp versus Luffy. Yeah, you didn't even get to fucking Nami's backstory. You didn't even get to fucking mm-hmm. Ace. Yeah, you, you cried the first couple. Like Oda's good at just making every backstory intense and everything heart tug strings. But back to this, like I'm excited to see this guy, especially if he's like the big homie kind of character because yeah. that just makes him automatically a badass. He's like the Kakashi. I'm not saying the Kakashi because he's more like the Shanks, just, but yeah, just the he's just a, the older badass like. I'm I'm stronger than you. Deal with it. Yeah, and then at, then when you get strong, then we may be right. Yeah, but then we can then, talk. But until then, you always will be chasing my heels. Exactly. And it, I like whenever uh, uh, shows put the main character and the main character is consistently getting stronger. But like in Hunter Hunter, still people, you always yep. see like a million other people that are way stronger. Yep. And I love seeing that because it keeps the main character from getting OP, and it always gives you a a sense of where it can go and that's the when, difference between Naruto and One Piece for me like once you start seeing the main characters get booted up to the point where they're passing up niggas like Kakashi and all these other motherfuckers then you're like okay now Naruto won't lose <laughs> like it's over exactly. with exactly like, okay you got better than this nigga okay you the, you the man like now. when he beat pain it was done with he's the sh- like he's stronger than Tsunade like what's the point of doing like he like it's when over he beat with. pain Madara to me was like he was supposed to handle that but that's modern. It made sense why I needed all of them. It, it made sense, but at the same time, when you see Naruto, it made sense why, you know, Madara took down everybody, and then at the end of the day, the, the people to save the day was still the main... Main three niggas. The, the new signing. Exactly, that's it. But that's all the time we have, really, for episode 29. Chris, tell the people where they can follow you at on social media. At Chris SJ, everywhere, you know what I'm saying? By this, uh, by the next yeah, episode. new song dropping? New. Uh, just like the dude, literally... 
Uh, shout out to Fluffy Fly Art. You know what I'm saying? That's the, he just literally sent me the cover art for um, my new song, Demon Mode. The AMV, a little piece of the AMV is on my Instagram right now. It, it actually includes scenes from the second to most recent episode of Demon Slayer. Real? Uh, with the Arrow guy. Cause I just, that shit hit me hard. And I was like, in, I was in depth. I was on some Demon Mode shit. I was made a song about fucking Demon Slayer, you, how can show all my demon shit. You know Real. what I'm saying? But uh, that's on the way. That's probably what I got coming up next. But that's going to be most likely the, the last song I drop before the album and the album is coming soon and we will be coming soon to MechaCon so y'all keep on our Twitters on our Instagrams and keep up looking for our news updates because we're going to be updating y'all on where we're going to be at and what we're going to be doing because we're going to be doing a lot in July yeah big facts big facts you can follow me at LynnBWT on Twitter follow the bros you think at bros you think on Twitter be sure to check out all the amazing content on uh, the Bros You Think Network Be sure to subscribe on YouTube Subscribe on Apple, Spotify Wherever you get podcasts And be sure to check out Like Chris has said Check out Demon Mode When it comes out We will be retweeting that So be sure to look out And like Chris said From MechaCon We will be out there Be on the lookout for all of that And if you've been seeing The little pictures I've been tweeting That should give you guys Some hints at some shirts or some merch that's coming soon. And if you guys like those pictures, that's all. Maybe at MechaCon we might be doing a giveaway. I don't know, but some of those pictures have been looking fire. That's all I'm going to say. The, the, the anime talk merch is looking cool. Just be on the lookout. It's, it's going to be nice. We're going to have a lot of treats for y'all for sure. Big facts. But for Krista, my name is Lyndon. You guys have a great one. As always, thank you to everybody who listens to this podcast weekly. Whether or not you listen once or you listen every week or every other week when we drop it, thank you, thank you, thank you. We truly, truly appreciate it. And until next time, you guys be safe it ain't no do, I ain't going. Tell Boomer like Moshi Moshi. DMs want to stack emoji. No, I don't play with my Doty. Habits I learned from my OGs. Smoking on OG Roshi. Jiraiya Netero Genkai. Turn me the fool to your senpai. Tia Bro, go to that bitch by. I'm trying to win, I just get by. Everybody OP on this side. You must be drunk, think you fucking with us, bruh. This ain't even much a serious punch. Break my wrist to my wrist, buzz. Splashing water, water, Lugia. Rapper sweeter than some trivia. They staring at me like computer. Dragon drip like Gudra. Smooth dude like Luther. Nuts hang, Mr. Cooper. You a trooper like Cooper. Dick hop, got my boonta. Long hair like Kuma. But a straw hat foolie. Been a stampede like the movie. Nigga eating good like Luffy. Flexing green like Grookie. Get robbed like Lucci. Mask off like Future. Cause I ain't the one to do it. I'm just comporting they moving. You better be moving too, or it's your funeral. Quick for the squares. Y'all like a cubicle, bitch. I'm all that. Pull up like Super Dude. Race it like repair, man, man, man. Foolie, y'all don't give a damn. Play with a nigga, grands. I'll turn a gara, nigga, bury you in sand. Nigga sleeping with a sand, man. Goddamn, wait the fuck up. Huh. Gonna pull up with your slut, huh? Then I dip up with the bucks, huh? You know I got all the chucks, huh? What? Don't get no fucks, huh? Niggas broke, get the fuck, huh? Beyblade, niggas spunt, huh? Yeah, I feel like she gay, oh, I run up her duns. I feel like Saitama lean in my one punch. I'm hungry as fuck, you rap niggas for lunch. You rap niggas eating my style, they gon' munch. I'm smoking on skunk, I got gas in my blunt. The baby in love, I just fucked on her once. Hit her from the back, turn to Sonic, she run. I'm fucking them rats, no, I'm making them come. I'm making them under stretch, gum gum. Your little bitch got a hand out like a bum. The baby be sucking me up like a thumb. Show the trail, cause that bitch gon' jump. For that money, I'm a Naruto run. Yamato, I just roll the wood up. Leave village, bitch, I'm burning it up. I run tomorrow, your whole throat deep as fuck. My drink spike, feel like Kagayama could any minute like Xenosama, my money longer than the freezer saga. Like the Magi Wada, pull up with the chopper.
Wanna post us, don't know nothing about them Asking too much questions, get the fuck from right now We don't need no fuck niggas and our surroundings Wait, what? These niggas clowns like they rubber diamonds We've got about to come out We've got to come and keep watching out on the wheel